I can edit all this shit out, things like that. But we're live. Yeah. There's no red camera or anything like that. Silly nonsense. But sounds enjoying the sound of the rain. What's that? Sounds enjoying the sound of the rain. Yeah, but it'll get in the audio. I know. It'll fuck it up, and then people will be like, "What the fuck are you doing this outside?" No, we're not. What's that white noise in the back? Yeah, what's that white noise? It's fucking rain because we live on the coast and it rains like a bitch here. <laughs> anyway, it's funny when party people. I didn't die. We're here. We're back. Hopefully this will be the beginning of getting some more guests and things like that. We're on number seven. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the other six, go. Or don't. Whatever. Listen to this one. This one's cool. Anyway. It'll be all right. Today, my <laughs> guest, my best friend Curtis. He's he's my best. He's a chef. He talks shit about himself. And uh, the fucker cooks good food. If you're not following me on Instagram, you won't see his good food. Well, go do that. I don't even put my food no, on. No, I know you don't, but I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Curtis, how you been, bud? It's been Good. a hot minute. Hanging in there. Night. Yeah. Hanging in there, you know, COVID and shit. Fucking stupid. Restaurant. Keeps opening, shut down, opening, yeah, shut down, so opening, shut down. Obviously, tell me how that is being a culinary worker. So. With the opening and shutting thing, it's it's just it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it it definitely messes with your psyche because mm-hmm. you you at the point when we were shut down, I was kind of coming up doing really good, mm-hmm. and then Maybe you we just sh- made sous, that you? Well, I was a sous for a year. Oh, okay. And then I was really making really solid food. I was kind of making waves and stuff, and then all of a sudden we shut down. Yeah. So I kind of felt like with all that, it kind of just regressed me back down to a different level. <laughs> Making good food at home. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Like it, it gave me time to work on some recipes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and figure out what I really enjoy cooking and how I like to cook and stuff like oh, that. Oh, believe me, I've been in your kitchen when you're cooking. So, I know you enjoy cooking. But I know a lot of people in the restaurant industry are really struggling. Absolutely. But, you know, things are opening back up. Mm-hmm. But the problem is. A lot of people aren't applying. I wonder why. It's because they're making good money on the unemployment. Hmm. I wonder <laughs> what that says about our society, the fact that people can stay on unemployment and then they make better money than they were whenever they were working a job. Yeah. But I will say the only reason why I stuck around with RX for throughout this whole thing, even though they were shut down for so long, yeah. is just pure loyalty. Yeah. Because I started as a dishwasher six seven years ago yeah and then worked my way through so it would have been Damn, dude you must have just started cooking whenever we met then yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. i had just started um so that was you know that's the main reason why i've kind of stuck around with Mm -hmm. him you know i can't really just turn my back on him after the shutdowns and stuff because he's he struggles as well absolutely he's an owner absolutely i feel bad for everybody that's involved in it in the service industry, mm-hmm. all of them, owners, fucking operators, franchise operators, servers, busboys, dishwashers, everybody. I yeah. mean, can you imagine just, obviously you had it, but for me, I didn't have that. I mean, I worked as a, I'm a mechanic. We're essential. Right. Anyway. I thought food was essential too. Whoa. Food is essential. That's why the grocery many stores didn't shut down, my friend. Grocery stores oh, never shut down. But $30 a plate restaurants did. But talent's not essential. Ten? <laughs> no, talent's not essential. It's not. There's plenty of fucking acts <laughs> that are like, I cook good food and I charge $50 a plate. But your food sucks. Yeah. Fucking 
how many restaurants do you think we have in just our area where they have real pretty food and it's real Instagrammable, but it's fucking not good? There's a few. There's yeah. a few. I'd say there's more than one hand. Yeah, there's there's a few, but I mean, I'm not trying to shit on anyone. No, everybody's well, it, trying to. Yeah, no. Everybody makes their own money, and those mm-hmm. restaurants are still good. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Dude, went in there and fucking dropped it. We had an exorbitant amount of money on a meat and cheese plate. We, we had the discussion on Saturday how, where I'm at, it, the owner doesn't like to be called farm to table. He wants to do a different term because mm-hmm. we're really one of the only true farm to table yeah. restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Yes. Yeah. Now, other people, you can legit say your restaurant's farm to table and you could get veggies from anywhere because it's literally literally grown on any farm every that's yeah. how you get your if you shit. go over to eagle island and buy your fucking vegetables you can say farm and save yeah dude eagle island has good veggies you i know. know eagle island wilmington north carolina this shit is awesome it's the best place to get oysters fuck yeah dude their so oysters are phenomenal fucking oh but like uh, the cool thing about that place it's like stepping back in time absolutely which i remember really the neat. first time i walked in there i was like what the fuck? They sell like all the old school knee yeah. high uh, mm-hmm. sodas and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was um so down in Charleston where I'm from, there were two places. One was the Seaweed Outpost, and I can never remember the name of the other one. It's a blue building. I could I could literally take you to. I'll it say right you probably now. drive there. I just can't remember the name. Oh yeah, I can take you right to it, and I can take you to both of them. But the one building was kind of like stepping into Eagle Island. You step back in time. You're like, whoa. Yeah. They have all the fancy coolers and things like that, but it still has like that. It's owned by like a family kind of thing, and there's not a whole lot of like modern shit. Yeah. Right. But then you go over to Seaweed Outpost, and it was a bit of a, a bit of a rivalry between the two. But you go to Seaweed <laughs> Outpost, it's like modern step back in time kind of. Yeah. Like the floors wood. There's like racks. It, think of them as like um, general stores. Right. That's right. literally what they were. Yeah. But it was legit. I liked the Seaweed Outpost because it was on the right whenever I was going out of Charleston to come here to Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And so we'd always stop there on the way out. When I was on the way back, I would always stop at the other store because it was on the right and it was easy to get into. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds but, like some shit my wife would do. It's like, I'm not going to take a U-turn. I don't like doing U-turns. Yeah, I fucking hate it. <laughs> stupid. Wilmington's the fucking dumbest traffic setup in the world. There, There's a reason for that. I don't give a shit. It's doesn't like, mean I can't bitch about it. I know, I know. It's because... What's like, wrong with suicide lanes? What What Because people don't know how to use them. Was... It was like one of the city commissioners was trying to... In, trying to... Oh yeah, he's a native. So he knows these things. I don't. Yeah. They were trying to... Uh, I don't know. Ex, what would you say? Um... Uh, Anticipate okay. the explosion of Wilmington. Yeah. But it happened so quick that when they were trying to fix the road system, mm-hmm. they didn't. No. They couldn't do it. The infrastructure here is horrendous. Yeah. Um, Let's keep stacking these fucking apartments in here and not have any roads or jobs for those people to work at. Yeah. So that was the that's the issue with the traffic. Yeah. Like I remember even whenever the big boom happened, mm-hmm. and if you went up to. On college, going down to Oleander, you'd be backed up past Pine Valley, where oh, dude, I that's live. Still, like, that's still, I mean, but it was stopped. Yeah, 
It was like, it wasn't good. We're right there in front of Hugh McCray, dude. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, but I was like. bottlenecks? Mm-hmm. It's horrendous. It, so that's actually been widened. <laughs> you do know widening roads doesn't really fix anything. All it does is give another spot for more cars. Yeah, but that was the best they could do with that. Oh, yeah, exactly. It used to be way worse. Dude, Market Street? I haven't been down Market forever. Dude, Market, when it gets like into downtown, it gets this big. It's like fucking. Oh, yeah. You, you're smacking mirrors with people if you're not paying attention. I saw a dude just like nail a tree on Market because he was right beside another mm-hmm. car. They were right beside of a. Mm-hmm. I was driving. Uh, I he might have been drunk, but. Possibly. I was <laughs> driving a rollback, like a tow truck, drop deck deal. Mm-hmm. I was driving one of those, and I had to drive down Market to go downtown. And I was like, "Fuck it, both of these lines are my- both of these lanes are mine. All of you can suck it." <laughs> I didn't care. I was like, "I'm not smacking mirrors." Right. No. Yeah. I'm gonna take both lanes, and y'all can fucking eat it. There has to be some kind of, or uh, like, not an ordinance, whatever, for not being able to widen that lane. Well, it's because of the where the houses are placed, man. Yeah, well, and the, we have all that above ground power lines. What are you gonna? The do The city those? does own all the way up through the, the sidewalks up there. No, I get that, but still, but if yeah, you widen it, what are you gonna do? You know, there's nothing you can do. Lanes have to be a certain width. I hate driving down that fucking road. Oh yeah, my aunt lives right right by there. Yeah, that's why I I avoid market in that particular that little narrow stretch. I yeah. avoid market like nobody's business. Yeah, I stay off of it. But no, it's just. It's fucking crazy, dude. I remember whenever I first moved here, like, seven and a half years ago. I was like, oh, this is bad. kind of reminds me of, like, Charleston's little brother. So you came here when, to be cool. when the roads were actually doing okay. Yeah, they were okay back then. And now they're now we've boomed again. Yeah, too many people. But, I mean, I, I was talking I was talking to Killian about this. I was like, dude, we, I was, we were having the same conversation, bitching about the fucking roads and shit. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you know what fixes roads? And I'm like, I don't know, putting more in. He goes, nope. He said, a good public transit system. Yeah. If you have buses, guess what? If you put 20 people on a bus, that's 20 cars off the road. We have buses here. I mean, fuck the bus system. But, Dude, yeah. The bus stops are fucking posts on the side of the road. I know. Ain't even a proper bus stop. There is a really big stigma against using them, too. Oh, I wonder why. Here. I wonder why. I mean, we are like the heroin capital of fucking North Carolina. Well, yeah, that's any port town. I know. Yeah. But that's why the problem, there's a heroin problem there. Go to Savannah, it's a heroin problem there. That's why the it's bus system town. sucks. Yeah. Because it's what, what, 30 bucks for a bus car that'll last you, what, is that a month or a I year or something? No I don't know. Killian could tell me. He had he had one when he lived in London. It might be a little different. But, yeah, you buy a bus card for, let's just say, fuck it, let's say 50 bucks. You get it for Damn. a month, you know? You... Probably less than, honestly, that's probably a year pass. Yeah. But you're not going to drive a car for 50 bucks in a year. <laughs> no. Not even the new electric ones. Ha- hell no. I would love to see all these people that are like, oh, my electric car is so eco-friendly. And it's just, I'm not burning fossil fuels or anything like that. Well, let me tell you two, let me tell you three things that are going to break your heart. One, the carbon footprint to get the precious metals to make your precious electric car oh. is bigger than an actual gasoline production <laughs> car. It's they don't think about diesel. that. They have to mine for all that. Yeah, they, and then a, they got to use all the ships to get all the things. Yep, it's, and that's it's all way di- worse. It's all diesel. Yeah, it's all gas. And then I was like, the carbon footprint's bigger than that. It's bigger than a gas car. Bigger than a diesel truck, right? Second, your power bill. Cool. You stopped filling up for let's just say 
I don't know, average fill-up. It's a little crazy right now, but average fill-up on like a 15, 20-gallon tank. It's probably like, what, 35? So for me, I have a, I think mine's 15. Yeah. With premium. Yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah, 30 32. Bucks. Yeah, 32. So 30, let's just, let's call it a good 30 to 40. Just a nice coverage. I guarantee your power bill is going up higher a month if you broke it Maybe. down. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know the yeah, physics behind all electric that. electric cars. Right. <laughs> but I mean. Because I don't if, have a pussy pedal. <laughs> if Elon don't come for us, don't. Fucking Darren said some shit that's going to get me raided by Elon Musk. He's I will say, say, I would love that Roadster, though. Bro. Plaid edition? Fuck you. That Roadster? Fucking, I would buy the shit out of that Cybertruck. Oh, oh the I don't, cyber truck. I don't like the cyber it's truck. It's okay, dude. You can't teach taste. Anyway. A five-year-old drew it. Huh? A five-year-old drew that thing. So? <laughs> what are you what are you mad about? I'm not mad. I'm just saying. I mean, I, if you were gonna I design a car, that's probably what you would make. I'm just saying I don't like it. It's alright. That's all. It's alright. Like I said, we have different tastes. You can't teach taste. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So you want to drive the roadster? Oh, I drive all of them. Oh, okay. I can drive any fucking car that you put in front of me. I'll drive a fucking Yugo. I don't give a shit. I love cars. Yeah. You know this. And then... Same. Third... Except for the fucking truck. That's fair. <laughs> third, your little electric car, guess what made a lot of those components? Fossil fuel byproducts. Yeah. What they don't understand is that petroleum products go into a lot of different shit. Like the insulation on your wiring, your oh. batteries, your lead, your cases, all your tires are fucking petroleum products. You fuck... <laughs> You're not getting away from fossil fuels. I get that we need to do something because of climate change and all that and what we're doing. We can just go all to E85. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm, just, fight. I'm fight kidding. You. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 85 is the worst thing that anybody <laughs> ever came it up with. It eats the shit out of all of Oh, it shit. fucking destroys everything in an I engine. Destroys it, it, everything. It destroys your gas tank, too. It'll rust that motherfucker out. <laughs> oh, it's the ethanol in it. Yeah. But it's like, your first off, your engine's not going to last as long. Because ethanol is going to dry your engine out. And that fancy-dancy oil that you buy and pay money and we pump out of the ground and turn it into nice synthetic oil purple and stupid shit like that. Hey, hey. Hey, it's all full, full synthetic. I and mean, that, dude, that's fine. You drive a Japanese car that has hair tolerances that are thinner than our hair. Yeah. So, with America, they can just use crude oil right out of the fucking ground. They're yeah. Fine. The tolerances are like my pinky nail. Anyway. It's just, it's nonsense, dude. It's like, I get that we need to get away from fossil fuels, and I get that there are some things that we're doing that aren't the greatest. But I think a lot of these people just see the, the they see the front part. They only see yeah. the front, and they're like, it's an electric vehicle, it's better for the environment. What they don't see is the back half, or the back 90% of that. So what would be better, would it be a hydrogen vehicle? Th that would be a good one. Or... Instead of electric, would you say? I don't know enough about hydrogen. I don't. I remember putting hydrogen fuel cells in the forklift. Right. That was legit. Yeah. And hydrogen is one of the most abundant elements on Earth. That's what. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's some. Right, it's here. There's some right there. <laughs> there's some here. There's some there. There's a little bit right there. You know what I'm saying? Hydrogen, and not to mention when the hydrogen fuel cells that I put them into forklifts that went to Coca to uh, Coca-Cola in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You put hydrogen in, and then water comes out of the, comes out of the tailpipe. Well, what's water? It's H two O, right? Right. So it's two things of hydrogen and one thing of oxygen. 
Well, then you just separate out the hydrogen and then you refuel your fucking fuel cell. I mean, it's just a full system of. Yeah, it's I'm not it going to say itself, but... I'm not going to say it's perfect because I don't know enough about it kind yeah. of thing. But if hydrogen is a horrendously available fucking element on Earth and we kind of recycle it back out there and then all we need to do is work on scavenging technologies to pull, to pull hydrogen mm-hmm. and then bringing the cost down and thing like that. We'd probably be perfectly fine with hydrogen. The biggest thing is, is how you feel about having a, oh, I don't know, 5,000 PSI fucking fuel tank underneath you. I mean, I don't know. I, I know it's there's a... It's fucking scary. Yeah. There's a lot of explosions that can happen Well, that. no, because hydrogen's inert. Well, so it'll still can't. compress. Is it hydrogen? I think hydrogen's right? inert. I could be wrong. I'm not entirely sure. What the fuck took the Hindenburg down? Is that helium? Helium. Helium. Is helium? No. Yeah, it was. I don't fuck. I don't remember. I don't either. We need Jamie. Jamie. Let me look that shit up. (laughs) But um, no, it's just like if that's. I think that's the biggest drawback because I remember whenever Coca Cola originally tried to do it, the city of Charlotte was like, "Hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you've got a bomb," because that's essentially what it is. You've got a giant container under an immense amount of pressure that's just chilling and if it if it ruptured all that psi is going right through that hole yeah yeah so it's just like if you lose cabin pressure in an airplane hollywood exaggerates it a little bit but that's kind of what happens if you punch the soda can punch a hole in it or a spray paint can that's what's going to happen to that tank yeah much higher psi so i mean it's I don't know, man. Fuck, I'm just as bad at this. Fuck it. It'll probably people. be... Like, it's... Another thing is, too, is that it's the fossil fuels industry is... They're designed to make money, right? What industry isn't? Well, that's because it's the first law of business is to make money for your shareholders. Yeah. That's it. Now, we, we need to fix that part. Like, we need to fix morally corrupt capitalism. Like, when you're making decisions for people that have a, no effect whatsoever on your day-to-day operations, if, like, you owned a business and your shareholders are like, hey, we want more profits in the third quarter, and you're like, well, fuck, I'd have to, ke- I'd have to cut 5% of my workforce. That's not okay. So the fossil fuels is going to kill anything that is going to threaten their profit margins. Mm-hmm. Like, the old, I think realistically the only reason that tesla is as big as it is is because fucking elon's a billionaire and he was just in the fossil fuels probably approached him and they were like hey buddy you can't do this and he was like oh yeah watch me make a flamethrower it's gonna be super cool yeah i mean he is a fucking brilliant person he's a great he's a fucking i mean i don't know about a great guy i've never met the guy i've never talked to him i mean we can all admit that he's brilliant but he he may not be great he's super smart he might not be a good dude people have problems with their people have problems with everybody people don't like me people don't like you right you know that's their problem but still i mean it's just it like there's been histories and like stories told of like the fossil fuel companies certain like exxon bp shit like that they'll find people who are like coming up with next gen fuel sources things like that and they're like hey we'll buy your thing from you and they're like okay like here's an exorbitant amount of money you tell us when to stop putting zeros on it right and then they take that technology and they're like there's a nice dark corner right 
there, and that's never going to see the light of day. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, until un, until people can truly realize that, like, there are forces working against all of this shit that want to make sure none of that happens because there's corporate greed that is going to do every fucking damn thing they've got in their playbook to stop people from taking that fucking one one black fucking cent from them. You're not getting any of it, fucker. Mm-hmm. That's mine. You know what I mean? It's just, it's it it sucks. So it for does. the future of petroleum cars, would you say that we need to go as far as engine and performance mm-hmm. just even with daily, mm-hmm. we need to go smaller but boosted. Efficient. That's all you need to do. That's what I'm saying. If you go a little bit smaller engine, but you're boosting with turbos or I mean, superchargers, right? Yeah. And then you can do that. So we're getting better gas mileage. Yes. We're so we're not yeah. wasting as much. Exactly. The biggest problem is that you need to you need they need to work on reliability. Obviously, that's counterintuitive to what I do because I'm a mechanic and I need shit to break to have. <laughs> yeah. But if they want to, if, if for the future of petroleum cars, you need to work on reliability efficiency and the whole fucking there's no replacement for displacement shit needs to get the fuck out of the damn party yeah send him home get him the fuck out of here because last time i checked ferrari audi bmw porsche volkswagen they all have like v12s that are four liters and they're smoking fucking every american car that comes out there i mean it's a four liter v12 yeah these things are like that big yeah they're smaller than a fucking they're smaller than a seltzer can and, it's and like, they sound great. Yeah, and they sound <laughs> amazing. And it's just like, it, it, it's just fucking stupid to me. It really is. It's like, man, ain't nothing like a 350 small block Chevy. Really? Yeah, there is, actually. I can go ahead and call some blasphemy. Remember whenever the dude did the Tangelo Camaro with the 2JZ in it and fucking broke Hot Rod Magazine? I don't remember oh, that. Oh, my God, dude. That was a shit show. I was about to show you a super earlier, actually. Yeah, That'd dude. Be- Turbo about that fucking big one. Fucking train turbo on the <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, dude, back in the day, uh, wasn't back in the day kind of thing, but it was, a, it was quite a few years ago. Some dude got like a, I want to say like a Smokey and the Bandit era Camaro, mm-hmm. painted it Tangelo Dreams orange. Fucking thing was gorgeous. Popped the hood, chromed out, polished up 2JZ under the hood. People lost their fucking I back minds. It. I'm totally down. I back it. it. I'm sorry that they make better engines. The fact that you can have a thousand plus horsepower on pump gas out of a, at that point it's probably a three point three or three point six. They'll do board and stroked. With those, they'll do a three four yeah. and a three two. Sometimes they'll do a three three. Okay, shows you how much I know about the two JZs. Anyway, you know, they're board and stroked, but I could be wrong too. It's an inline six that's yeah. making a thousand plus horsepower. Yeah. In less than fucking four liters of displacement. Yeah. Sorry, America. <laughs> Your cars suck. It's just it's it. It's bad. Like I could go on about this forever. I would love to truly sit down with like another, like another super duper car nut. And I'm not saying that you're not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm an enthusiast. Yeah. Not a. There's a difference between an enthusiast and a car guy. Yeah. I'm an enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I'm not a car guy. And that's what I mean. Because, like, yeah. I don't know all the mechanics and everything yeah. that go behind everything. Yeah. And that's what you need where I can tell you some of the specs on the 
some of the shit, but I can't tell you exactly what you need to hear. Yeah, like Darren and I, we have we'll have full blown conversations. He's a mechanic. I mean, he owns a shop. Yeah, Streets and Sun down in Savannah, Georgia. Go check it out. Um, he owns a shop, so like him and I can go on it forever. But um, I didn't want to drip on your carpet. I got insurance. It'll be fine. Like, him and I can go on forever, but, I mean, I don't have that big of an audience, and I don't know if my audience really wants to listen to me go bananas about cars. What do you think, so, with everybody going, like, all the the big-time guys mm -hmm. going, dual, like, the hybrid, like, mm -hmm. going electric and gas. I'm okay with that. So, so am I. I I'm like, okay with it. I like it. Do you think that'd be a future for smaller companies as well, mm. going in? So they could save a little bit. I mean, there already are hybrid yeah. cars. But. I think the biggest thing that you need to do if you're doing a hybrid car like that is make it fucking cool. Yeah. Don't make a fucking Prius. Like, say we put it in. Like the McLaren made one. They had a hybrid. They had, like, fucking 300 laptop batteries behind it. But it also had a petrol-powered. Petrol. A gasoline-powered engine to charge the it's batteries okay. and shit. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's you could a, say petrol, right? No, I know. But it's like, if you're going to make a hybrid. Well, that was their P1, right? Yeah, the McLaren P1. Yeah. It was the black one off of uh, Top Gear. And homie had to, uh, Jeremy Clarkson, he ate a chocolate chew while he waited, waited for it to charge. <laughs> um, but no, it's it, it, if you're going to make a hybrid, first off, do it fucking right. That's the biggest thing. Like, it would be cool to have, you know, I mean, Toyota already has the mm. technology with their Prius and all that shit. Yeah. It'd be cool if they took something like that and and developed it into the new this new Supra. Now, if they took that, they could make it 500 horsepower mm -hmm. right off the get go. I mean, yeah, and I, have and have both, and please, and then you could have those. even further mileage. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, if you want to get her, if you want to get out and fucking tune it up, as the youth say, <laughs> you fucking fire up the gas engine. Mm -hmm. If you just put piss button around town, it's fucking electric, baby. Yeah. You get like a, I don't know, if you're going to do a hybrid, I think that your batteries really need to be able to, your batteries need to be able to make sense. Mm -hmm. So like on a fully electric kind of thing, I think the ranges are range. I think the ranges they're going from like three hundred to three fifty, and that's like kind of the best they can come up with. Yeah, I don't. I'm not hundred percent sure. But with yeah. a hybrid, I would be like, give me like a hundred miles of range, and I only have to charge it like once a week. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you're fucking around in town, if you're driving more than a hundred miles in a week in town, first off, move out of the sticks. Yeah. Second. Go get a different job. Yeah. <laughs> Your commute to your work should be like 30, at the most, 45 minutes yeah. one way. And then, I mean, if you're doing, you're going full electric on that, I mean, you're obviously saving the engine you're that's in there. Gas, you're saving the engine, you're saving all that good stuff. And I mean, it's just, it's there's a lot of complicated science in there. Yeah. It's a lot. And it's like, I could sit here and talk about it because I mean I've worked I've worked on electric forklifts I work on gas forklifts I work on diesel I work on construction equipment now shit like that you know I mean construction equipment is looking to go electric Doosan's actually in the process of developing developing fully electric cool. construction equipment excavators cool. dump dump trucks things like that I'm totally down for it because I like the earth it's the only one we got <laughs> and, I, and like all of us keep our shit here so. 
I don't want to fuck this one. I'm going to die here. Yeah, I'm going to die on <laughs> Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I mean, unless Elon, like, comes up and he's like, hey, Emmett, you want to come to Mars? I'm going to be like, bruh, absolutely, let's do this. Yeah. And fuck it, whatever. But no, it's, I love the Earth. I do. And that's why I want to protect it, which is hilarious because the things that I work on are completely counterproductive to saving the Earth. Well, you got to make a paycheck somehow. Absolutely. That's why I just try to be good. I use fucking reusable glassware to mm-hmm. save my bottles. My recycling happens sometimes. And, uh, yeah. But it's just... it. I mean, literally, I could do just a podcast on talking about cars, electric cars, gas, diesel, all that good stuff. But it's... That's more of like a round table kind of thing. Yeah. You have like you have Darren and have like one of my other mechanic friends kind of thing. You, you have know, all because... your mechanic guys and then the one enthusiast. Well, I mean, that kind of can joke I around. Want to do two enthusiasts and two mechanics. Yeah. Because then you're getting normal, regular people questions. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I can sit here and explain. I could literally teach anybody to do what I do. Good. It's just nuts, bolts, and time. That's all of it. It's teaching my dude and shit I do. It's cutting, heating shit up. Exactly. But it's just, it, I think a lot of people are, not so much anymore. No. It's hard. Because like a lot of, I mean, with all these rideshare apps and everything like that, I think car ownership has actually gone down. Excuse me. But I think some people are like kind of scared to learn about their vehicles. Yeah. Not in like, oh, it's terrifying. They're kind of just like, I don't want to fuck anything up. Yeah. Which, well, there's a shitload of technology that goes into these cars these days. Absolutely. It's insane. Like, yeah. the difference between five years oh, in cars. Yeah. Is when the fuck did you think you were going to see fiber optics on cars? Like, dude. I heard about it in high school, and I was just like, no fucking way. And now there's fiber optics in cars. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's wild so i think it was koenigsegg when they came out with their what's the four-door one too long of a fucking name whatever it is yep. they developed that mm-hmm. that came into development 10 years ago mm-hmm. so imagine where we're gonna be so they're starting to develop something today yeah. that we're gonna see in, in 10, 10 years, years that's gonna be even more insane it's gonna change the game like 100 you want to know what I want truly and honestly? What's that? I want a nuclear power plant under my hood. Jesus Christ. I don't ever have to want to change the fuel. Never. Not once. I put one fuel rod in it. Go for life. I mean, it's the beginning of Fallout. Yeah. The game. But still, I want a nuclear power plant under my hood. You fucking do it. I mean, I don't know enough about nuclear power, but I don't know how I would turn nuclear energy into rotational force to drive Oh, would that be the future? That's what I'm saying. Of? I mean, realistically, if people stop being scared of nuclear power. Or would all the fucking radiation and shit fuck everything up, too? Dude, it's pretty safe. I don't know. Nuclear power is one of the safest things. It's just the problem with, like, everybody freaked out about Chernobyl, Eight and a Mile Island, and um, Fukushima. But they all need to realize that that shit was... 50 to 60 year old technology yeah and how many how many things happen was it, was it three? i said three. three i know there's been more but that's still not that many compared to how many plants there's are. a nuclear plant down the road in south <laughs> i know right and we haven't had a single problem since it got put in <laughs> so it could yeah. be the future of 
it's power big, and technology. The biggest thing that I come, the biggest thing that I've come to with the conclusion on nuclear power is that people are scared of it. Yeah, legitimately, they're scared of it because I mean, they don't understand it. Humans are yeah. inherently afraid of things they don't understand. Right, so it makes sense. But it's a lot of the fucking reactors and things like that. And I'm a complete fucking idiot. A lot of the reactors and things that are existing right now are based on like not outdated technology, but it's old technology. Right. Well, you got to remember, we were all scared of the fucking wheel at one point. Yeah. The cavemen were scared of the wheel. The Maybe first car. Fire. The first car that ever came out. Dude, I like, literally had a conversation about this today. Really? About the first car. We were talking about like, what's, if you could go back in time, what were the things that you'd like to see the first time happen? For me, I have two. One, I'd like to see what... I'd like... Just like kind of a viewing glass kind of thing. I'd like to see the first man get a boner. <laughs> and him just be like... What the fuck is going on? What is this? What? What is this? And then... The second that I want to see... There's two points in history that I want to see. Is the, the first... First, dude getting a boner. Just because I want to see what that dude's confusion looks like. And second was whenever they figured out that this goes into women. And then you move it around a little bit, and then you make people. Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? They watched animals. Probably. They, most likely. They're like, animal got big dick. Animal got pee-pee and put it in other animal, and then more animals come out. <laughs> we do that. I mean, that's probably not what they did, but, I mean, still. It's like... I was trying to think of it. I was like, no, oh, it's probably written in your DNA. But then I was thinking about, like, no. Because I remember, like, me being a kid. Like, I remember the first time I got a boner. And I was like, what? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What? What's happening? What, yeah. what is this? I don't remember mine. I was so young. There's very, very, like, 16 and before. 18 and before. I really don't remember a lot. But they're very key, yeah. key memories that are just there. I remember when I got pubes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> what is a, this? Yeah, I went up to my parents. Like, what the fuck is... I didn't say fuck. Mm -hmm. But I had, like, dude, I can basically, like, white hair action. coming out. And oh, dude, that's I was in so second funny. grade. I started fucking cutting my pubes <laughs> in fifth grade <laughs> over the toilet. Oh, my God. Curtis, you're so manly. I was fifth grade and I had fucking pubes. No, right? I was in second grade. I had Whatever. Either way, but that's it fucking freaks me out. Yeah, dude, imagine when you start like getting weird hairs and weird feelings and shit like that. Of course, it's probably terrifying for a child. Sex education is fucking abhorrent in America. Do you know how embarrassing it is to be the one dude with fucking nipple hair in sixth grade and fucking? I mean, I have, I have thirteen chest hairs, so. I looked you're, like you're, you're a hairy man. I had a, it looked like I had like a straight up like cock and balls of hair with, between my nipples and my Childhood fucking. Was not kind to you, was it? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm. I was taller than everyone at one point, and then seventh grade hits. Yeah. And, and then I was like, and "Fuck you guys, fuck all y'all." Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, I was a pretty big kid, going growing up and everything like that. I was a fat kid. I was an absolute fat fuck in my freshman year of high school. Then, like, I don't know if it was growth spurt or something, but, like, fresh end of freshman year, sophomore beginning year, 
your boy shot up and got skinny kind of but it really yeah. wasn't like i didn't get skinny i don't lose weight all what happened is that the shit got stretched out yeah yeah so yeah i was yeah it's a weird thing man dude being a kid could you imagine being a kid right now oh fuck no no i mean so like fuck that even my cousin's kids like they're getting kind of screwed up because of the, the school system and everything. Like, Could you imagine like, not having that social interaction? Yeah. Well, not only that, like, so my cousin's daughter, mm-hmm. she's, she struggles with school a lot. And, you know, they live in Hickory. It's not the greatest school system. Go to the most depressing place to live in North Carolina for a long time. So, yeah. So. <laughs> I love it, you, Hickory. Relax. <laughs> Shout out to Hickory. Shout out to Hickory, North Carolina. Hickory. <laughs> Um, stupid but, uh, she struggles already with school and like this pandemic hit and yeah. like my cousin's not the, the brightest when it comes to school shit and she's trying to teach her they have whole new math. Yeah. It's not the shit we learned. Yeah. That's silly shit. Like I've seen you, some of the videos. I would struggle. Yeah. Cause like yeah. I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck is that? I looked at Harper's like, what, what are you doing? She goes, Oh, this is math. And I was like, that's not math. Mm. That's putting uh, numbers in squares. Mm. It's not. It's not math. I was like, You're give doing me. matrices. I was like, shit. give me a second. I'll have this whole thing done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, dude. What happened to the fucking. Uh, I can't remember the anagram. I'm going to piss my pants. Oh. I got to get right after you anyway. I'm going to pause it. Well, we were talking about new math. Man, fuck new math. So with the new math thing, yeah. what it was doing was taking a simple equation mm-hmm. and doing like eight steps. It wasn't eight. I'm over-exaggerating probably, more than likely. And I was like... Sounds complicated already. And I looked at my cousin. I was like, what the fuck are they teaching me? What it's is like, this? Silly? Like, why, why are they taking eight steps to do what we can do in three? Yeah, a simple problem. Yeah. Like... I'm more of a, an efficient yeah. person. Let's get through it and get it done. Yeah. I don't need to take eight steps when I can do it in three. I don't want the labor. I just want the baby. I don't want the labor. I just want the baby. That's all I want. Dude, that was a good one. Oh, fucking. Ooh, fat bastard. Fat bastard. Made it false. Another reason why I got it is because it's rich. Yeah. French. And it was 2017. Fuck it. 2017. Great year for wine. Great <laughs> year for wine. May not be the best, but it's a year I like. Fat bastard. Um, I don't know who you're owned by. Fat bastard. If you're looking to do a sponsor, I'd love to take it. I just I don't send generally, me some wine. Don't drink, generally drink cabs. No. I'm, it's pretty good. I generally don't drink wine. Normally pounding PBRs on this shit. But guys, I'm also another bottle, just about another bottle deep. Almost. Yeah, what so, was it? We drank four well, last night? Well, the thing... Three and a half? I drank more after you left. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> but, like, I had to work this morning. No, I mean, we... we so, we, we basically... We on those grapes last we night. We both had roughly a bottle and a half to two bottles. Yeah, exactly. A person. Let me tell you, that tum-tum this morning... <laughs> she was on a hair trigger. Well, we drank a shitload of white last night. Yep. Oh, because we started with, we started with the red because it was room temp, and then we went to rosé, and then we went to the white wine because it needed to get cold. 
and then I painted the bowl fucking yellow this morning. <laughs> I had to clean it. <laughs> like it's one thing to get little specks on the yeah, underside, but yeah. when it when you pick up that seat and it's like running back down, mm-hmm. you're like, whoa. Yeah, I'm just going to hop in the shower. I still, I still remember the shower curtain story. Oh, God. Oh, that was so funny. That was the worst. Are you sure so, you should put that out in public? I don't care. I've Dude, already told the story. So the story was I got pretty drunk one night. And I have all the IBSs mm-hmm. except for the C because mm. I don't get constipated. Mm. I have all everything else. Everything else is a, B, a, B, D through Z. Yeah. So it hit me in an instant, and I'm. Well, didn't you have to hop out of bed? No, no, no. I was oh. cooking. Oh, that's right. So I didn't want to burn anything, mm-hmm. but it hit me an instant, and I had ran into the bathroom. Yeah. I'm. You lost the battle. This is video. Yeah. The walls here, toilets over here. Yep. I'm pulling my pants down at the wall. Mm-hmm. Shower curtains over here. And as I'm bending over, Fucking drive it by. starts spraying out. <laughs> and it gets Fucking all... drive by the shower curtain. All over the shower curtain. <laughs> all over the back of the toilet. <laughs> I get oh, maybe half in the toilet at this oh. point. Dude, and in the worst... And I'm enough that I woke up my wife, who was my girlfriend, and I was like, Yelp. Babe, I need help. Yelp. Didn't she, <laughs> she end up cleaning it? No, she... She just came in there for support. She cleaned ah, up some. Moral support. Yeah, because, like, it was it was a mess. Dude, I remember when you told me the story the next day, and I was fucking dying laughing. Mind you guys, I was, like, what was I, 26, 25 at the time. It was, like, right when we met. So, so probably, I mean, like, 24. 24 to 25, yeah. you know. Back in the old scumbag days. Yeah, I was drinking High Life all the time. Fuck it. Dude, fuck you. I have a High Life in my fridge. No, that's fine. But After this wine's over, I'm going to High Life. I've run out of PBR. All high life, all all shit stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, you when you're cooking PBR all day, bag. when you're cooking all day, mm-hmm. and the way that we cook, with all the butter and everything. Oh yeah, you need something light. Eventually, your stomach gets messed up through all that too. Mm-hmm. So you blow out. And I did. I, I shotgun that shit. I blew out. Hell yeah. Dude, I just remember. I told. I actually told a buddy. I actually, actually told one of my coworkers. A shit picture on my phone from recently. Okay, that we'll, was pretty magical. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do that off air. Well, that's off air. Yeah, that's off air. That's after the recording. Even so. Crispy got me to send his brother a picture of my shit. Dude, his brother is proper though. No, well, what it was, his brother. Was his brother, another scumbag like us. His brother's scum, like huh? just like I mean. Oh, okay. They worked on the the farm together uh, the, yeah, yeah, in California. Yeah. Farm. For some reason, I thought Crispy's brother was fucking. I thought no. he was a proper guy. No, his um, he's just an, he was a cook for a while and um, just a cool dude. Yeah, that's all he is. Just mm-hmm. a dude. Hell yeah. Um, you always gotta know. Nice guy. Dudes. Yeah, but just as a surprise to his brother, he's like, dude, take a picture of your dookie and send it to him. Why wouldn't? You? And then. He sent back, holy fuck. Ah. The fuck just happened? <laughs> a murder. A murder. Porcelain murder. It wasn't my greatest work, but, but it was good. It was good. It, it, was, wasn't, it wasn't the masterpiece that you're going to retire on. Out of top ten, it may have been number ten. Ooh. 
Like, all right, fair enough. Not that I've I've seen the top five. I've seen a couple of them. They've uh they are masterpieces. The one I have on here is pretty good, just because it was uh. Dude, after, where the fuck have we gone? Wine. How we? Where? I, why? Why are we talking about shit? What's wrong with us? It's comedy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's That's funny. what this podcast is. If people expect an education. We went very, like, well, we started off very formal and very educational with the where we're going in mm-hmm. society with cars and mm-hmm. everything. So mm-hmm. we need to kind of bring it back a little bit, too. Well, I'm just going to side. sit here for a split second and reevaluate my life choices and realize what brought me to this exact moment right now. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> because... Yes, there are educational tidbits in these. There is. Yeah. There are. But most of it is going to be just me being a complete fucking idiot. It's going to. Yeah. If they've watched the shorts or anything like that, they're going to be like, oh, wow, this kid likes to yell at a camera by himself. Excuse me. I really hope, like, ten years down the road that, like... Oh, it's going to exist. You're going to have all the success and... Hopefully, with me opening my restaurant and stuff, I'll have some decent success, and then someone's gonna pull up this little this little oh, clip. Be a clip. This clip of me that's talking about me yep. painting bowls. Dude, that keeps that shit keeps you humble. Keeps you humble. You may have seven zeros and I, in your bank account, and hopefully, I'm alive ten years from now. But I was just be like, yeah, I do that to this day. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking. You may have seven zeros in your bank account, but guess what? Every morning you get up, you put your pants on one leg at a time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, then we'll probably be painting the fuckers on. Like, spray painting fucking pants on. Dude, by then it'll be all be digital. Just be like, all right. Just hook into the VR in the day. That's it. It'll be the fucking Matrix. Here's your efficient. Everybody's going to be naked, <laughs> but we're all just wearing <laughs> VRs instead. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh my god. Anyway, dude. So tell me your culinary adventure. My adventure was culinary. Yep. Because you didn't go to culinary school. No, I didn't. Yeah. Do Um, you think, before you get in your school. No, 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 you're fine. Do you think culinary school is worth it? For some people. Yeah. I think if you're young enough, uh, you don't have to do it. You just need the drive. Mm hmm. Um,. But once you get once you're older, mm-hmm. like say you're thirty, mm-hmm. it does help. Mm-hmm. Like you've already got money by the time hopefully by that time you've got some money hopefully. to have a decent bank roll because culinary school is eighty thousand dollars. It's a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Depending on the ones you go to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's way more than just your normal college. Yeah. It's only two years, but it's it's condensed. It's, it's they a take lot. A, they take probably what? What do you think? So, for culinary college, culinary school, what I've pretty much, what I've put together and what I've thought about and things like that is that they take a five-year, not apprenticeship program, but like working your way up through the ranks in a kitchen. They've taken a five-year, five to six-year process for most average people Mm -hmm. and condensed it down to two to where you have that knowledge. Well, you're still going to start at the bottom when you get out. I would say those kids, like from my knowledge of where, I would say I was almost even mm-hmm. with not going mm-hmm. i could say maybe they had a little they have a little leg up well, they probably should have a more foundational knowledge um so maybe three three to four mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. you know once you get past 
three or four years in culinary, even starting as a dishwasher to three to four years in, mm. you're pretty good without having to go to culinary school. Yeah, and I mean, if you've got if the drive. Going, if you have the drive yeah. and you're not just like bullshitting your way around, you actually want to learn, you can actually learn a lot from just working. Absolutely. Um, but what I was saying, like with the 30-year-old and stuff, 40, mm-hmm. that whole era, a lot of these people haven't really worked in the culinary industry. They just have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. It's a good start for them mm-hmm. to make sure that they really want to do it. Because most of the time when you're 30, 40, you don't want to start as a dishwasher. You've been a manager. Yeah. You've been, you've, you've, been you've done whatever. this stuff. You've, yeah. you've made this X amount of money mm-hmm. at these other jobs. You don't want to take that. $12 what? an hour Dude, job. I started at seven seventy-five. Yeah. An hour. Yeah. So you don't want to take that seven seventy-five dollar an hour job to uh, if you're thirty, you're probably making somewhere in the range of like forty to fifty grand a year. Yeah. You go to a dishwasher, you're making twenty eight. Yeah, you make like twenty. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah. If you get a good full time one, most of the time mm-hmm. they're not full time. Yeah. Um well, that's because a lot of dishwashers. A lot of dishwashers are, um, how do I put this nicely, flaky individuals. Yes. You do come around some really good ones. Yeah, you do, absolutely. What was the dishwasher at Pembroke's? He was a fucking awesome kid. I'm right here. Done. <laughs> Wait, I, I there was another one that was after you that was fucking cool as shit. We had, we had a few. Um, there was me... We had Jamil that was a really good kid. Mm-hmm. Like he, he ended up joining the military and stuff. I remember Jamil. He came to your house one night, didn't he? He was he was like eighteen, so probably not. I feel like I met maybe I met him. Maybe you, you know who you probably met was Akeem. That's it, Akeem. I'm sorry, Jamil and Akeem. I'm sorry. But yeah, Akeem's I remember, come I remember over, meeting Akeem. Akeem's come over. He was the the Akeem RX. Akeem was the shit. He's he's actually coming back for Hell like a yeah. day, a week or something nice. like that while we reopen. What's he doing now? He was doing HVAC. Nice. Um, Another trade that's severely understaffed. He was going to Cape Fear, focusing on that. He actually, so he had a really bad accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I remember a couple of years ago, this. something like that. They did like a whole like GoFundMe community. Yeah. For that. So the guy that he was hanging out with some friends, some guy. It was like some guy's cousin that came and picked him up mm. was really fucked up and wrecked and ran. I remember this. And he and Akeem got the worst of it. And yeah. he lost like all movement in his like left arm mm. and legs or something like that. It was, Is he okay now? He's 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 a lot better now. He okay, can good. he can actually move and stuff good, like that. Good, good. Um, it just took a long time, you know. Mm. There's a lot of medical bills and stuff like that. That's just how we were trying to do the good yeah, fund me. Absolutely. Um, he's no, nah, he's he's a good dude. He talks, he talks a lot, <laughs> but he's dude. We, me and you, wouldn't even get a word in with this guy. Trust right. me. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but he's coming back at. Sorry, y'all. My bad. There we go. Done. Um. The other dishwasher we have is Brad. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not our Brad. Brad. Not our short, angry, hardcore kid, Brad. Yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> um, Dude, he went hard at the hardball show, at the uh, Madball show. Yeah. And then he fucked his knee up. He's like, Wee. Yeah. 
Uh, I want to get him on here one time just to watch him go nuts. If you want someone to talk shit, he's got to even. That's what I'm saying. What on here? Fucking do an Ivy League reunion. <laughs> go for it. Remember when we were trying to convince Sarah to let let her let us do that on y'all's roof at the Rosemont uh, Rosemont House? We just wanted to play a show. I know. So at one time, it, me, Brad, and Braxton. Yep. Started playing together. I we didn't like Braxton. No, I love Braxton. Morgan. Morgan. We're name dropping. Sorry. Eat a dick. Um, I don't like Morgan. I got along with Morgan just fine, and then once he got fired, he blamed everything on me, and then that's when he's a we, cocksucker. That's when we had our falling out. Common cocksucker. Which it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> which was weird. So some people can't take ownership of the faults of their life. And I, I get it with him. He was in a weird headspace in his life. Mental health's a bitch, buddy. Just I mean, because I, you were mental health. I mean, at the time, I definitely didn't see it. But yeah. now well, looking back, I was like, oh, he definitely was not the most stable person. Well, mental health and your attitude and the way that you respond to things, it may not be your fault. Yeah. Or your past traumas and things like that. It may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. Yeah, I mean, like, even... You know, Crispy fucking was his roommate, and Crispy had a problem with him. And Crispy's a super nice dude. Like Crispy's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. So I love if, that guy. If you start burning bridges with certain people that are like Crispy, at some point you need to realize he, that if everybody's an asshole, there's a common denominator. Yeah. There. But I mean, Granite still, you know, I know where he's at now. I know he went north, didn't he? Morgan. Yeah. No, he's he's still here. He's still he's at a restaurant that's outside of town. Oh, I got you. Um, at a really big place. Okay. Uh, it'll be alright. We don't need I, to be I hope he's doing. Sure. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Um, so I hope he's doing well. Mm-hmm. He's much. It's the longest tenure I think he's ever had at a restaurant at this point. Good for him. So. Hey man, maybe he's turning his life around. Yeah. He's gonna hear this. He's gonna contact you. He's gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck, bro?" I'm still wishing, bro. Still wishing the best for him, even Absolutely. though we had a weird falling out. These things happen, man. Friendships change. He's also People change. He's also a lot older. Yeah. You know. Wait, I thought Morgan was close to our age. No. Was he like five or six years older than us? No, he's like ten, fifteen. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Dude, you look like an emo kid. No, I think we're talking about a different person, though. Probably are. I'm just talking shit. I, <laughs> I barely remember. I think I met Morgan one time. You may have if you came to Pembroke, but that may have been it. Mm. There was that one night that me and you were hanging out, and I bet you did because me and you went out front with Aaron talk shit. Yes. About her Jetta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was talking mad shit about that Jetta. So uh, that was probably the time that you met him because we all we all used to hang out at the bar and stuff. Yeah. Now. Things are different. We don't really do that shit anymore. These things happen. It's too expensive. It'd be expensive, though. I mean, I can buy a bottle of wine for cost and then go home. And, or... I can get fucked up at a bar for $100, or I can get fucked up at my house for 30 Shit, I can get fucked up at my house for less than that. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> but Excuse still, me. I could black out for 30 Mmm. <laughs> Being done. Yeah, it's just... It's freaking... Anyway. We were on the culinary bit. We went left field as fuck. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Um, It's my fault. But yeah, with the 
if you're young enough and you really have the drive, just definitely just get straight into it. Yeah. Um, work for the best chefs you can. Mm-hmm. I get the whole having to work two different jobs to sustain yourself. But Absolutely. If you're able to sustain yourself at one place, go 100% mm-hmm. into that place. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't take on the two different jobs because I knew I was at a really great place. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pembroke's was a shit. I was, Pembroke, I was at Pembroke's and RX mm-hmm. at the time. I remember you were one of the few so, who would work double. Right. So... Instead of getting the the day job, like working at a grocery store or mm-hmm. something, like what I was doing before, mm-hmm. I just dove straight in, one hundred percent, so I could get like Fucking get a first. decent night rest, yeah. go right in, yep. crush it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times where I'd go in on my days off. Yeah, I remember. Just to just to learn, yeah. um, just to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, all that shit kind of adds up, even with, like, your bosses and stuff when you're young enough. Yeah. Well, a lot of people think that the people above you aren't paying attention to shit like that. Yeah. And I would say in certain situations, there are those bosses that are like, ah, whatever. He fucking should come in on his day off because he's not as good on his days on. Yeah. But there, I would say it's probably, it's probably an... A majority of bosses that like you going in on your day off to learn and yeah. get better and things like that probably see that and they're like, "Curtis is fucking putting in the work." Yeah, I remember that. And they take that little index card or that note or anything like that, and slide that in the old pocket. Just you always gotta ask questions. Always asking for extra shit. Yeah, especially if you're young. Like, yeah, um, you gotta have that good, good work ethic. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest don't thing... like. That is a big problem. Like even your brother has said it about the culinary industry. In the American United... culinary. I was gonna say in the in the United States, yeah. as there's a pretty shit work ethic, and it I is. I see it with some of the guys. Like they're old. Like the guy that we just hired, younger than me. Everybody else that I work with is older than me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the one girl that works part time. Whatever. But um, but forever I've always been basically the youngest guy mm-hmm. in. Oh, dude, I'm at the first... At RX. The first shop, well, first mechanic job, right now, I'm the oldest mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. And I'm 31. Well, we're getting to that point. Yeah, I mean... You're 30. Yeah, well, with 30, well, I'll be... We will be 31 in July. Yeah. Just give us... Give us till July till we start saying that. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) What happened? My 30th birthday, I didn't give a shit. Everybody's like, oh, how are you doing... How old are you? And I'm like, ah, I turned 30 in July. And everybody's like, ooh. I'm like, it's a fucking number. I did a seafood. We So the night before you came over, I did a seafood boil. Mm-hmm. And then I hung out with you guys. Yeah. That was my 30th. Mm-hmm. That's it. But, Dude, I just, I don't see the whole thing about it. I don't. I don't get, like, your big birthdays are 18 and 21. And then 50. I could see 40 being pretty... Fuck 40. Pretty significant. I don't care. But that's, you know, that's an old world mind. Like, the past generation. Yeah. Big, yeah. big thing. But also remember, the past generation at like 40, 50 years old, them motherfuckers were dead. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's probably why they were doing that. because they are getting, they're like, oh, they're we're like, going to oh, die. Oh, no, I'm going to die. They're like, oh, we probably have like 20 years left. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So. No, it's bad. It's fucking... I, well... I don't, why do I keep picking that up? 
Um, Something to fidget with. I, yeah, this is. But it's, I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't care that I'm turning 31 in July. I don't care that I'm 30 years old. Dude, when I was like 25, 26, motherfuckers thought I was in my 30s. Yeah. And that's now the way I was. and now talking to people, they're like, oh, what are you like, 25, 26? And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm 30. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't give a shit. The new guy that we hired, he he's 29. Yeah. Great dude. Like he's definitely gonna be a he's definitely gonna hold he's gonna be, up. He's gonna be a powerhouse at some point. He's definitely gonna hold up what I've left off. Mm. Like him and the other sous chef, Adam, mm-hmm. I'll say his name because I love the dude to death. He's a great guy. Sarah's, yeah. Sarah's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, they are definitely going to be able to hold up that place Hell yeah. for a little bit longer until they start to go. And then hopefully the next people hold up that place even longer. Nice. I'm going to pee my I pants just... again. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I... It's oh, okay. God, so... Anyway. Um... No, you turned yours off. Oh, sorry. No, you just... It's all good. Ain't nothing. There we go. You probably you probably held it too long whenever you're going to mute it. But, um... It's my dog. I gotta let him out. He's gotta come hang out. That's the only... That's the only reason that people come to hang out is fucking the dogs. Come on. Come on. Hey, I'm sorry, babe. I... Get, 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 get. Don't hit the webcam. <laughs> anyway. We were talking about Sarah's boyfriend. Yeah, I mean... He's, They're going to hold the place up. I think they'll do They'll do just fine. Yeah. There does need to be, like, one more big mentor that does need to go in there and really revamp. Like, whenever you say mentor, do you mean somebody with, like, a, a lot of culinary knowledge or just somebody who's willing to... A lot of solid uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Not a dude that's been working in restaurants for even 15 years, but he's been a burger or like a, a line burrito cup. place. Yeah. Like you may run that shit, but mm-hmm. you don't have like the, the fine dining background. Like mm-hmm. That's where all of my... My mentors have come from was all the fine dining stuff. So, in case you're just listening, Nico is uh, attacking Curtis's ear. And he's trying to keep a straight face because RX needs to stick with the fine dining shit. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That next next good topic of discussion. Do you think fine dining is done because of the pandemic? I think it's. I wouldn't say 100% done. Mm-mm. I would say there's probably a few restaurants in each even big city that are mm-hmm. doing okay. But um, there's a lot of struggle with certain different aspects of mm-hmm. fine dining. Um, so, like, even throughout the pandemic, like I was telling other people, like, the, the chicken industry is failing. What? Kinda right now. The chicken industry. That sounds weird. The how is the chicken industry the, failing? Chicken uh, is delicious. Well, with the manufacturers and the big Tyson, Purdue, all those people. all those guys, like they're not getting people coming back yeah. to work. So because they're not paying them enough. So what you're gonna see is chicken wings are now 
going up Expensive a lot. Shut stop. So a lot of uh, a lot of the warehouses and a lot of stuff like that are shut down. Mm-hmm. So even in with meat, meat's gonna start going up. Pork's mm-hmm. gonna start going up. Chicken's skyrocketing mm-hmm. right now. Um, so it's making it even harder for the fine dining guys, yeah. like to even do it because that still affects even the local farmers and stuff like that. Yeah. Every little thing goes around when it yeah. comes to stuff like that. Like if you're getting things from a local farmer and or you're typically not getting things from a local farmer, but you switch and you're like, Well, I'm paying less at a local farmer. Like you could almost pay less for a chicken at a local farm. Realistically. Almost. I mean, that's over exactly. What do you think a grocery store chicken is? Eight, ten bucks? Well, it's per pound. Yeah. Um, I know what ours are. Uh, I don't know if I should say. Ah. Um, Don't be giving away industry secrets. But I mean, if you go to a farmer, and even if, like, let's say you can get a grocery store chicken for eight, ten bucks, right? The thing is. You go to a farmer and you get a legit chicken and you pay 20 bucks for it. Well, guess what? You just put food on homie's table, the, and you're getting a better fucking product. The grocery store chickens are going to start going, start rivaling the price of the farmer's chickens. So what I'm afraid of happening is the farmer's chickens are going to be like, all right, well, let's raise our price. Welcome to capitalism. I know. <laughs> That's all I'm afraid of. Hopefully it won't happen. Like, I, know I don't think it will, man, because I think a lot of those, like, I, I think a lot of farmers are mainly in, I think farmers... Not corporate farmers, mind you. Farmers are in it for the simple fact of being able to be like, I made that. Well, they're in it for the fact of like, I can wake up whatever the fuck I want. I make my own hours. It's going to be before the sun gets up, before the sun's up. Not all the time. Not the guys I know. Well, yeah. (laughs) But your guys are fucking gangster. But they do wake up. Yes. But it's the sun, before the sun gets up, I'm awake and I'm throwing feed out for the chickens. And then I'm going to go to sleep after the sun goes down. And literally, when the sun goes down, you got about a 30-minute window. I'll tell you what. From all the farmers that I know, yeah, the, the best farmers, the best guys with it, have a great woman mm. to take care of. Every single... Dude, call oh. it whatever. Call it brown nosing. I don't give a fuck. Any great... Man, any gray man has a fucking fantastic woman behind him. And I would be willing to say it's an amazing woman. Because guess who's keeping all the pieces together behind the scenes? She is. Yeah. Like all the guys I know, they're great dudes. Yeah. But their their women are even better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're great dudes. They're a a good eight on the scale. And then the women's are twelves. Yeah. Because you got to have somebody, you, you have to have somebody that's going to keep the pieces together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with Lindsay. Hey, dude, before I met her, you knew me. I was fucking out of control. Yeah. I was an idiot. Got with her and like things, I'm not going to say I calmed down, but at the same time, it's like. Put things in a structure. Exactly. Instead of... She's real good at structure and shit. And then I'm just like, uh, do I have to stay in the lines? Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? What? What? Oh, we got a bone. Why do you keep it up? 
What other bottle of wine? I put one in the fridge. Oh, okay. Fucking bring it. I grabbed a highlight because I thought we were out. Well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'll drink another bottle of wine. I don't give a fuck. Uh, bring it, son. I'm going to bring it over. Bring it. The box is for Sarah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I know Sarah's obsession with box wine. I fucking love Sarah. The guys. She may be more than the fuck. giving me the, the, the amazing chips. Absolutely. So. Get that red out of my fucking glass. Slide that high life out of there. There we go. I wonder how this is going to be. It was chilled already before this. It's the sound. Glass. Okay. Chuck, buddy. <laughs> Outstanding, sir. That's the sound of white wine. <laughs> That's the sound of white wine. What do we got here? 2019 Conundrum out of California. Charles F. Wagner, proprietor. If y'all want to sponsor me, hit me up. Let me know. Jesus. I'm ready. Chuck, don't give a fuck. I wonder how many of these like little like burps I have this mic's gonna pick up. <laughs> if they came here for good quality production, they're in the wrong place. For now. You think I'm gonna change? Anyway. California white wine blend unique and original to the Wagner family of wine, product of California motherfucking America. Anyway. There we go. Put that right there. Yeah, cheers, brother. Cheers. Ooh. Yeah. I like I didn't that. Expect that. I did not expect <laughs> that at all. I like that. That's why I like that. I stared at it. For oh, a I like that. That's nice. Anyway, the fuck. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about farmers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And about the fact that Don't any good it. dude that you meet. <laughs> I'm not going to say any, but a majority of good dudes right. that you meet. Chuck, go. Go lay down. Like, I'm so... Go. <laughs> go lay down. Death. Yeah, he'll just lick you to death. Go lay down. Lay down. One day I'll have a podcast without dogs, and then nobody's going to listen. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to say any good dude, because there are some good dudes out there that don't have female companions, and maybe they have male companions. You know what right. I'm saying? It's 2021. That's true. Stop. Very true. Very Stop. True. I'm just saying from my... Yeah. From what... From our personal experiences. Yes. Chuck, stop licking. Bro. Stop. Stop. He cuddles too hard, bro. He does. He's a forced cuddler. You're going to be friends <laughs> with Chuck. That's what's going to happen. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, Chuck's, I've known you've Chuck been, since yeah, you've he known. was a little dude. Not really. Not, he was not a since year. he was a little guy. He was a year old. That's not true. I thought it was. He was two. He was two. I thought it was a year. So. No, I got him. In, I got him when I was twenty, turning twenty-one. So. Oh, he's been older. Yeah, really? he's like ten years old. Um, For some reason, I thought he was like two years old because he looked a lot smaller. Well, he was because I moved here in twenty thirteen. You yeah. and I met in twenty fourteen, so he was probably like three ish, give or take. He was the fucking best dog ever. He, was, he just looked so youthful. I guess is what it was. Dude, he's ten years old and he's still youthful. Yeah. Hey, sir. Excuse me. 
I'm going to need you to stop chewing on that pretzel. Okay? Hey, just lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Thank you. Stay. Stay. Anyway. Because him and Harlow. Yep. Met. I remember whenever I kidnapped Harlow and ransomed her for chicken wings. Yep. <laughs> I have your dog. Bring me home chicken wings. We still oh, that was so recipe. funny. The habanero wings. No, no, no. Because no. that's what, what you brought me. No, I brought you the... Um... I thought you brought me the habanero wings with the only blue cheese that I will eat. I have that recipe, too. Good. Okay. Good. I do tweak a couple things, but... Mmm. You know what? That's okay, though. Because what chef is truly happy with any recipe that he comes up with? Yeah. I mean, that wasn't my recipe. That was... Um... Theirs. I'll name drop this one. Alex Morgan. That uh, was his recipe. Wait, is Dude. Alex Morgan and Morgan the same people? No. Oh, okay. No, Alex Morgan's a fuck, fucking badass dude like oh okay yeah. dude i thought you were gonna stop there and you'd be like alex morgan's a fuck and i'm like no okay no he's a, it i can't even explain in words how badass that dude is yeah what's he do now he lives in is he the one that went north yes started the restaurant no he didn't start a restaurant he, uh, okay. he went north and worked at a few places in maine yeah portland maine yep um Oddly enough. Then he moved down. I think he's in Greenville, South Carolina now. Mm. Um, if you remember the name of the restaurant, we'll throw him out right here. I don't remember. Uh, Alex Morgan. Look him up. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, something. Find him. Go to his restaurant. Great Do guy. something. Great dude. Chuck, stop. Ah. I think I'm the only person he's yelled at <laughs> in any of the kitchens. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you being a fuckhead? No, I just got... Tell me... Tell me your number one kitchen fuck up. Number one kitchen fuck up. The one that you were responsible for. Tell me your number one kitchen fuck up. You're a professional chef. Curtis could have Michelin stars. The only problem is that we live in Wilmington, North Carolina, and we don't really do Michelin stars here. There's obviously a few. Who? No, no, no. I'm saying uh, fuck ups. No, I get that. But what's the number one? What's the one that you were like, I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't cook anymore. I'm Probably done. Probably the, the newest one where it happened just a few days ago. Okay. Where I asked, so I had, I was trying to clean the, the oven. Not, but work. you're not cooking. Right. But I was cleaning the oven at work. Okay. And I got one of my, I, I needed to get the oven door off. Mm-hmm. And... I asked my one of my line cooks. I was like, "Hey, do you?" I was like, "Do you think you could take this off?" Yeah. And they said, "They're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, totally easy." Mm-hmm. I come back like it's like two hour. screws. No, it's way more than that. <laughs> well, y'all have back, professional oven, so come back like an hour later, and there's they have. I'm not going to say the gender. I'm not going to say the name. Them. I'm going to say them. Them. Because I don't want to put this person... On blast. Right. Um, I come back like an hour later. Because I like, had okayed it. Mm-hmm. And I asked this person like three times. I was like, are you sure you're going to be able to put everything back together <laughs> the way it came out? And they were just like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like, I got it. And then the third time I asked, they're like, it's not rocket science. I can do this. It's not rocket surgery, This baby. person is getting a college degree. Mm-hmm. Think they're smarter than everyone there. Mm. 
So one of them okay, assholes. Fine. Do it. And they ended up mixing up all the screws. And it just seems like they were just putting things, screws in, different sizes and different spots. I was like... So a Dodge assembly line. Oh, but I was just like, you realize like each... <laughs> but I was like, you do realize each screw does serve a purpose depending mm -hmm. on the length and size. Yep. And they had just thrown them all together. So I had to separate everything. And at that time, the my owner came in and he was like, no, like, no. don't do this. I was like, I know, like... I'm sorry. Like, we fucked up. I, I was like, but that's, I get that. But that's not really like cooking food. That's not cooking food. That's not cooking food. That's not culinary. Okay. That's just being a fucking dingus when you're taking shit apart. And granted, it wasn't 100% my fault, but I okayed but it. But you're the one who okayed it. So, yeah. it's on you. Right. And that's what I, that's what I told you. The failure, the failure of a team is the failure of a leader. That's what I told the owner, but he knows how to fix it. Yeah. Basically, there's like two levers on the bottom of the door mm -hmm. that need to get hooked into holes. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure it out. I spent two days working on it. That's because you're a dingus. Well, there's, you're a dingus. A, there's a certain way to put it together, uh -huh. and he knows how to do it. But he didn't tell me how to do it. Well, so, then that's a failure on his part. So I, I was like, just tell me how to do it. Just show me real quick. Like, it would have taken him two minutes. And then he's like, no, no, no. But he couldn't make the time, so he's a failure of a leader. Christ. <laughs> it, it ended up being a really big ordeal for no reason. Mm -hmm. And now he's still making fun of me for it. Um, I'll fight him. But it's fine. I mean, it's whatever. I'm on my way out anyway. I know. Um, that one felt... That one I kind of like lost sleep over. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt really bad about that yeah. one. Um, as far as culinary, cooking, like mise en place, prep cooking service whatever something like that i want to know what the number one fuck up for you is so i want to make you into a person so that people can relate curtis the probably the the worst moment there was a couple worse moments with alex actually where i like failed like i had a customer walk out because they waited too long for a dessert that one was bad that one hurts Still hurts today, don't it? Yeah, because I remember that one. Yeah. So, I mean, Crispy's got his nickname for a particular reason. What happened was, yeah. <laughs> With that, How many trays did he go through? Three. <laughs> um, Love you, Crispy. What happened with that one was, there was 22 items coming off my station. 22 dishes coming off the station that I worked on. Why? I don't know. That's horrible. So... I got really fucked. Yeah. Like, really, really fucked. And I'm very new in my career at this mm -hmm. point. And. That had to have been, what, two, three years in? Maybe two. Okay. Maybe two years in. So Even you're after still, being a dishwasher. Yeah, you're still wet prep, behind the ears on that point. Yeah. Way wet. Dishwasher prep to baking to yeah. working garbage mm -hmm. on garbage. That's when I got fucking rocked. And mm -hmm. even after that day, that's when Alex yelled at me. Mm-hmm. And after that day, he reevaluated the menu, and he, he was even like, yeah, there's a lot of shit. 22 items coming off of one station sounds like a fucking bad idea. Well, it's because we also did all the desserts. Yeah, I get that. So, but still, 22? Yeah, it, was, it was a lot. Dude, that's a lot. So, I think in most kitchens, me personally, me personally, just complete idiot when it comes to culinary 
run in the kitchen, anything like that. I think at the most, I would want 10 things coming off of one station. I mean, realistically, in a restaurant, how many stations do you have? So, Pembroke's was different than RX. No, I know that. So, Pembroke's was kind of the think, pinnacle. Try, try to think like industry average. Well, I'll say with the pinnacle, like okay. what we had. Okay. So, with the pinnacle, and this is probably totally wrong, mm-hmm. but from what I've gathered, because I worked at Landfall Country mm-hmm. Club for a little bit when I was mm-hmm. really young, yeah. and then I went to this place, and they were kind of set up the same. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, Garmage, which is cold apps. Yep. Which can be hot apps too, apparently. That's that was part of my twenty-two. That's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so, so you got one. You have cold apps. You can have a fry guy. Okay, so two. You have a grill guy. Yep, three. You have a saute. Four. You have a guy that works a hot pass. Five. And then a uh, expo. Yeah, so you got six stations essentially, give or take. Yeah. So expo is really just there for to garnishing, di- yeah. wiping plates. Then it sends out. Yeah. Hot does they're the, the director plating. yeah the direct they're the director in the in the orchestra of the food going to where it needs to go i've exposed except for well that was yeah. i mean i worked at a chili's hi welcome chili's i did and uh i was a bus boy and one a couple shifts i was an expo yeah and then i know like true blues in there now i don't know how they're running things they may they may have like i don't know but apparently that place is fucking outstanding I mean, good. I so they've been there for what? So the the chef Two, there, three years. Bobby Zimmer, Zimmerman. Any of the one from Landfall? I worked for him at yeah. Landfall. Yeah. And he was Apparently a good homie's killing it. He was a good dude to me. My a friend of mine, uh, Parker. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess he's doing really good there. He ran. He did. Uh, after Carson left Pallets. Food truck. Parker mm-hmm. went there and ran that for a while. So food looked really good. See, we were name dropping like a motherfucker. It's fine. Yeah, dude, it'd be fun. Uh, Parker's a good dude. These are guys that like I'm okay with. Carson dude. is good dude too. I'm just I'm okay with name dropping with these yeah. guys because I've worked with them. Well, there's no last name either, so. And I get along with them mm-hmm. very well. Hey, whoever we're name dropping, if you want to come on the podcast, fucking hit me up. If you can't hit me up, hit him up. He'll get to he'll get you to me. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have any of them. Parker's running basically like the vegetable area over at True Blue because I guess he's trying to gear towards that a little bit more. Is he vegetarian? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Even Bobby Zimmerman wants to gear a little bit, I guess, the menu a little bit more veggie focused. Mm-hmm. Mind you, that's weird for me because it's a butcher shop. Anybody can cook protein. Oh, I know. But... Anybody can cook protein. You're going to bring your regulars, your customers back with the sides. How many times have we argued this? Oh, no, I know that. And I've always I've always said that. Yeah, you're the one who convinced me of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can legit just eat your protein at home and so whatever. Dude, I can make a steak in a cast iron pan and be like, pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good steak. A little salt, a little pepper, a little olive oil. You Done. can cook it however the fuck you want here. Man. But you don't know how to cook your vegetables however the fuck you want here. I'll fucking fight you. I know how to cook vegetables. You hit them with olive oil, hit them with salt, hit them with pepper, fucking flash fry in a goddamn pan and call it a day. Wrong. Depending on what vegetable, don't be mean. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do, though. Because normally, 
What I do? Well, yeah, I know. I use olive oil for fucking everything. It just smokes too much. It does. It smokes. It smokes quick because the uh, the smoke point's kind of low. It's the low. It's like the lowest. It's not the lowest. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. That's why canola can... and fucking vegetable are lower, aren't they? No, canola and vegetable are like the straight medium. Okay. The olive oil is the bottom, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, rapeseed yep. and uh, grape seed. seed, and then I think maybe avocados up there as well. Avocado oil is expensive, so fuck that. They're all the higher smoke point yeah, oils expensive. are are expensive. But you only need a dab. You don't dab need will do you. You invest in it, say you go buy it, and then you still have it for a month. What's ten dollars during a month? Fair enough. And that's if you're cooking with it every day. Dude, whatever. My vegetables are delicious. I'm just saying. My vegetables are delicious <laughs> because I mainly cook asparagus. I turn that shit on high, hit it with some salt, hit it with some garlic, hit it with some pepper, call it a night. Done. Dude, I made some What's wrong? killer asparagus the other night. Yeah. After you, I made some with Sarah. How dare you? Well, How dare you cheat on me with asparagus? <laughs> I made. And Sarah. I made like a. Like a veggie. So I use the the pan I use my asparagus in to make like a veggie like white wine butter sauce because it's okay. glazed and all that yeah. shit. And then emulsified with some butter. And then I use that butter and stuff to put back over the, mm-hmm. the steak and stuff. But the fact that asparagus absorbed some of that and then the asparagus got into that butter sauce mm-hmm. made it delicious. Hell yeah, dude! I love asparagus. It was it was always better than like deglazing with like a like. With protein, like steak and stuff, like mm. just using the asparagus uh, bond at the bottom mm-hmm. was like better for that application. I got you. Instead of using fish or mm-hmm. anything, so I may start doing that from now on. <laughs> it was great. Done. So I've got the the biggest question of the night. How do you feel about vinegar-based barbecue? <laughs> you know I love it. I know you love it. Because you're a fucking stupid North Carolinian. Because you sons of bitches have shitty pigs. And uh, we don't have shitty pigs. We have great pigs. We have good pigs. So what does vinegar do to protein? Well, I know it breaks down the enzymes. It, it breaks down the enzymes, right? So that so that tenderizes it, right? Yes. Okay. Well You have shitty tough pigs, bro. What goes into mustard? A little bit of vinegar. Vinegar. Yeah. yeah. But it tastes better. You got more flavor profile, bro. I got you. Don't worry, don't worry. I got you. Throw that shit in there. I will. Um. And me, like, dude, I'm such a, I'm not a snob when it comes to that. I am. Except when it comes to, like, the really thick, like, Kansas City ketchup shit. Is Kansas City really known for its ketchup barbecue? I thought they were. I thought Kansas City is who made burn ends. No, no, no. That's like Kim. Like Texas does burn ends. No, I'm they really burn. sure Kansas City is the one who did burn ends. They have Kansas City ribs. I understand that, but Which I think is very thick. Sauce. I still think Kansas City. Let me not shake this at you. No, that's fine. I'm fairly sure Kansas City is the one who made burn ends popular. You may be right. I could be wrong. Who the fuck cares? I mean, I'm. I'm not I a like fucking, red sauce. I'm not a fucking genius. No, neither am I. 
dude, barbecue is one of those things that we could argue about it, and then somebody's going to come in and be like, hey, you're wrong. And then where I'm moving, like, it's so divided mm-hmm. because they're, I'm literally going to the middle of North Carolina. Like, yeah. They're like, oh no, it needs to be ketchup. Oh, I oh will, no, it needs to be vinegar. Oh no, I will die on the mustard hill. I mean, I love, so don't get me wrong, I love mustard sauce. I will die on the mustard hill. I even like the, the white chicken sauce. The Alabama, uh, the Alabama uh, white. Alabama white sauce. I love that stuff. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, but it's not a barbecue sauce. It's a condiment. I don't know. Like It's a fucking condiment. I, I think it's perfect for chicken. Do you cook with it while you're doing it? Are you basing the chicken with white sauce? They do. Okay. Fair enough. They dump the whole chicken in it. Yep. And they cook with it. Or are they basing it during the process? It's like shortly after, but the way I would do it would be during. Okay. Okay. And I think it could elevate that. Whenever you do your thing, do an Alabama white sauce, chicken, shellac. Off air. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Just... I'm gonna say, I'll if any of you fucks take that shit, I'll kill you. I will drive, fly, take a boat, bicycle, excuse me, bicycle to wherever the fuck you are, and I will kill you till you're dead. That's awesome. <laughs> Actually, I probably shouldn't say that on air. That was a joke. Don't kill the FBI. Anyway. I have certain techniques that I'm going to apply to certain things. Sir. That's one. Unless it's... Carolina boys barbecue approved. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I gotta get those stickers made. No, I do like. I'm not the best with the mustard based barbecue at all. I it's do because to, you didn't grow up on it. No, 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 I do need to do like a South Carolina tour, like mm-hmm. figure out where I need. You gotta to. hit up Maurice's. Okay. Maurice is the top dog when it comes to. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was making sure. I thought for some reason I thought it was off. Um. Maurice's is pretty much the king of, I, thought, uh, I thought there was a little bug running by it's just the dog tail no it's just Chuck's tail <laughs> Maurice's is one of the common like South Carolina like Ooh, I was in Columbia I was in Columbia and I got some barbecue and it was so good it was Maurice's yeah no 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 no, no. if Duke's is still open Duke's barbecue mm-hmm. you go there so how do you I don't want to hear your shit you well, go to Duke's barbecue why not? But how do you feel about Rodney Scott being vinegar based, even though he's South Carolina? I'm not going to be mad at him. All right? I'm not mad at him. Yeah. I'll try his barbecue. At some point, I need to go. Do you know how long it's been since I've been in Charleston? Eight years. Oh, okay. I was going to say 10. No, it's eight years. Close, close to 10, but eight years. At some point, I need to go down and try Rodney Scott's barbecue. Yeah. I've heard it is phenomenal. Well, the cool thing about... But here's the thing. You say he's vinegar-based. He is. On his pork. He's not, though. He is. He's not. He is. He's not. How how you say not? Because he's using it as a base. He's just basting pig. He is, but then he has a sauce. No, you're absolutely are, right. He's a he, fucking vinegar trader is what he is. <laughs> so but that's what I do with my, my whole hog is the same thing. And I do that same thing. And you're a trader. You're, well, a, vinegar, he, you're he, a vinegar-based barbecue trader. If he's the best, why wouldn't I want to replicate Why wouldn't you imitate him? Yeah. Look, I have 
nothing against and people try to be that have made their name with vinegar-based barbecue. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I just don't like vinegar-based barbecue. Yeah. And the biggest problem I mean, that's, that's is that I'm vocal about it. I don't think it's a problem. I think it's great. No, it's a problem. It's great. It's a problem. Because Lexington Barbecue. Go. Meet your mic. I did, we were having such a good discussion. I know. We'll get there. We'll get back. We'll get back. Green. Green. Um. Sorry, we had to take a pee break there for a second. <laughs> Bitch break. Anyway. Well, uh, been drinking. I got a pee. What the fuck were we talking about? Barbecue. Barbecue. Fuck vinegar based barbecue. Oh, fuck all of you. Went through that. Yep. Um. I would love to have Rodney Scott's barbecue. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I've never tried it's it. It's legit. So, what I'm going to do is I've got this cupcake. Nothing but cakes. That's, I think, this place. Whatever. Yeah. Shout out to them. Anyway, Great. Um, explain to me, mm-hmm. like I'm a five, like I'm a five-year-old child, Okay. why vinegar-based barbecue is good, and I'm going to eat this cupcake. Well, the fact that the acid and the fat mm-hmm. complement each other so much that... It, and not only the vinegar does break down the enzymes and, and tenderizes it essentially, but it makes it more tender than what you can have with not using that vinegar. Which so if you have a whole hog, are you basing that thing whole thing in mustard the whole time? Depends on who you ask. But that's gonna char. Mustard chars. Yeah, it does. I think mustard is mainly a finishing sauce. It is. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why, the, for me, with vinegar base, it's a whole throughout. All right. Like, the whole process, like, you have to base the whole thing with vinegar throughout the whole thing. Mm. And then you see those juices popping up. Yep. And... You get the bubbles, you get the nice crispy. Yes, sir. All that good stuff. But, so... But there's this level of heatness that you get with the chili flake and everything with mm-hmm, the vinegar mm-hmm. that I enjoy. And for me, and I think maybe for you that doesn't really enjoy it hot that much. Uh, spicy, I'm a bitch. But Go check out the Burning Love brand. <laughs> exactly. It's great, guys. Go watch that one. Um, with vinegar, it does kind of counteract a lot of the heat. Because yeah. when you're cooling something down with like hot sauce and stuff, you get a little vinegar. Mm-hmm counteracts that heat because we throw a chili flake and stuff like that it's almost like a uh it's not a it's definitely not a complete sauce yeah but from where we're at that's where we're at but the thing for me when i'm doing it so i'm trying to do all of my own vinegars Mm. so i'm so every time i make a sauce and everything it's completely my own because i'm making my own apple cider vinegar yeah i'm making my own like start to bottom mm. that's it like that's what's going to separate me from the next guy yeah i'm not going to buy the the bragg's vinegar yeah. which everybody cheats with i'm i'm going to ferment my own apples to the point where we're getting apple cider to the <laughs> point where we're getting vinegar apple cider vinegar that's what that's what it is yeah absolutely um i guess if you don't like that bite i understand yeah, I can't. I can't really tell you why I don't like vinegar 
steak-based barbecue. Some people do not like vinegar. Well, I mean, that they're weird, so that's a weakness in the gene pool. I guess, so, I guess it can leave a little... Oh, by the way, this is going to go completely off the rails. So, if you want intelligent discussion, stop it now. Yeah, I've already had plenty of wine at this point. So, basically, so it can leave a little lingering mouthfeel mm-hmm. for people, mm-hmm. but... The reason why I like it is because another reason is because the vinegar will kind of cleanse your palate off the fat of the pork. I thought that's what the ginger on sushi was for. Oh, palate cleanser. Dude, fuck that ginger. <laughs> I hate that shit. Why? It's fucking gross. Some people say that it tastes like carpet cleaner. I just think it tastes gross. I haven't. I haven't personally tasted carpet cleaner, so I don't know. I haven't either, but I know I don't like it, so I don't use it. I love wasabi, though. Even though that wasabi is like just The wasabi in America is green horseradish. It's just powder or some shit. It's green horseradish. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Unless you're going somewhere where you're paying like $100 for a roll. But I love that flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking vinegar-based barbecue. But with, like, the mustard and stuff, like, I totally understand for, like... like it's just, like, the difference... With chicken. Like, yeah. I love it. Like, that's great. To me, that's Dude, fantastic. Dude, the pork you made the other night was fucking phenomenal. And, yeah, like, little things Could like that. Could have used a touch more. A little bit more basing on the mustard. I didn't make enough. No, you didn't. But, but I didn't expect to also, do it. We also tempt it with mustard. But we also... Or, Tims. Yeah, room time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we also, like, made it in 30 minutes to yeah. an hour. Yeah. Just like the meal I did here was a 30-minute meal. Yep. So, what do you red do? wine, juice, steak, and veggies in 30 minutes. That's not That's not. That steak bad. was so good. That's not bad. That's the best thing that's come out of my apartment. Other than I will say, what, what, what red wine, juice? Red wine, juice. Je. 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 But, like, the other night, whenever we cooked, we are like, all right, let's go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Pork chops. It's like, well, I got onions and blah, blah, blah. And they're mm-hmm. like, let's do broccoli. Literally, you were on the phone. I was prepped, ready to go while you were talking to your brother on the phone. Yeah, well, I was talking to Killian. Literally 30 minutes. Yeah. I had everything blanched, ready. Absolutely. So. Oh, I remember. Yeah, because I, uh, I was cold shocking your broccoli. Yeah. In the sink. So, for a 30-minute meal, that's mm-hmm. not bad. No, not at all. But, I mean, to the average, like, I don't know, to the average home cook, what do you think makes, like, a good meal? Um, is it is it 30 <laughs> minutes, or is it 45 minutes, or what do you think for, like, a good meal for somebody who's an average home cook? Hour. An hour? Yeah. Hour prep? Maybe not. Includes no, 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 no. That includes mise en place. That includes oh, sauce and things, things like that. You know, they start with they got carrots, they got celery, they got potatoes, they got tomatoes, they got their protein. For your average cook, if you want sauce and stuff, do it a day ahead of time. Absolutely, it's just like spaghetti. I mean, not only sauces take a lot of time to to do. Yeah, sauces take time because 
the first day you can be like, oh man, this is delicious. It's so good. It's such a great sauce. And then that very next day, you've got a 50-50 shot of, man, this sauce has gotten better with the day or this sauce has turned into absolute shit. Yeah. So I did a, a dinner for some friends in the mountains and, mm-hmm. um, where one sauce, mm-hmm. it was a straight duck red wine shoe. Okay. Um, so it's extremely ducky, which is kind of oh, weird for Ooh, one. ducky. <laughs> which is kind of weird for I one. I love duck. Which is, it's typically you do a demi with like veal or veal bones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, demi gloss is what you're talking about? Yeah, you take your demi and turn it into red wine after, yeah. after that. But you take a red wine induction and it's, it's you're a... You're throwing a lot of terms out of there that probably the people that are listening to this are going to be like, what in the fuck is he talking about? I know. Anyway. Sorry, guys. It's It'll it's one fine. of those things I get a little excited, and then I'm going on about it. Yeah. Um, I love it when you get excited. But it takes... It turns into delicious food. It took it took three full days. Hmm. I took a... How big? It was probably like a six-gallon... No, no, it was way more than that. Six gallons? Eight gallons. Eight gallons. Down to this. Homie. Let me put this into perspective real quick. For the people that are actually watching. You took eight of these. Yeah, easily. Eight of these. Okay. And turn it into that, that. That cup of wine. That's about it. That cup. It costs about $500. and It probably, honestly, it should have cost me about 800 bucks to do. Sir, what is wrong with you? But... You I can't got, put a price I on got taste. Shit from the restaurant. You can't put a price on taste. So red, whenever you see red wine jus in a restaurant, they mm-hmm. they cost like that sauce costs about a thousand fucking bucks. I mean, if you're in the like, fuck, if you're including a thousand dollars for a fucking red wine jus, if you're including the the labor hour, uh-huh. the ingredients mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. it costs a lot. I mean, especially if you're buying like. What we do at RX is all premium shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're buying all premium, <laughs> you're buying premium. If you're buying all premium shit, it costs you about a thousand dollars. Jesus. So like that. Remind me to never open a restaurant with your ass. You're gonna be cost inefficient as fuck. Why I'm doing barbecue before I do fine dining. <laughs> I'll so go you're gonna have your money maker, and then you can fuck off and waste all your money. Yep. I won't waste it. It'll make some money. It won't make the most. I already know that. You'll be at like a 7% profit margin. That's just the way it is. But that's that's my fun money. That's yeah, my, exactly. my fun place. And eventually, you know what? I can do whatever Guess the fuck what? I want. Maybe if it is fun enough, people, 15 seats. people 15. will just enjoy it and they'll pay for it. Dude, you do it in the back of the barbecue restaurant. In the back of it. I don't want to do that. Fuck you. There's so much smoke and stuff coming out of there. I know, but it's different. Remember, they're white-collar people. They don't understand that, like, good food takes time and effort. They just expect, I'm going to pay you $100 for this plate of food, and it just magically appears. When really it takes fucking... 24 hours. One sauce takes three days. Yeah. And for like, let's that's say, a basic sauce. Like, red wine jus is vi- fairly basic. In like, French cuisine? Um, yeah. Where does red wine jus come out of? Is it French? 
Yeah, you do a demi, mm-hmm. which is is demi gloss. Yeah, a demi gloss. Yep. And then you go from that to a red wine shoe after mm-hmm. that. Um, some people that I work with do it wrong. Mm-hmm. People that have worked under have done it wrong. These things the happen, guy bro. that I trained under recently did it the correct way because mm-hmm. he trained with, uh, what was it? It was Charlie Trotter's sous chef mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I think it was Charlie Trotter. I could be wrong. Um, They're not looking for factual information here, bud. I know. But he's the guy that, so the way Charlie Trotter did it is the way this guy did it, and then Will, mm-hmm. my mentor, mm-hmm. recently taught me how to do it that way. Yeah. It is the proper way to do it. Okay. And it's because a lot of times people make it and they just dump raw red wine into the stock. And you can do it in like two days with that. Raw red wine stock doesn't sound like a good idea because it sounds like it's going to be boozy as fuck. Well, it just tastes a little bitter and mm-hmm. not got quite, as, in there. quite as umptious as it should be mm-hmm. where you're kind of focused on the quality of the stock instead of the red. You're supposed to reduce red wine all the way down to mm-hmm. a gel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, it's called all sec. But, um, and different charring of different vegetables and mirror ponds, stuff like that. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a process. That's so like, how do you feel mirepoix? What is mirepoix? Onion, celery, carrot. So it's the holy trinity of gumbo. Gumbo is um, onion, onion, celery, and carrot. No. Gumbo is onion, celery, peppers, or something like that. Fairly sure it's carrots. It's different there. Fairly sure. It's, it's different carrots. in Louisiana. Yeah, because when we don't like this, and you have no idea what this is, you gator. It's Dude, different. we are being so mean to people down there. We've. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Nobody's Troy from, at this point. What was it? Troy from. Uh, what was that? Swamp People? Troy. Or, or Lizbiff. Oh, Lizbiff. Lizbiff. We got to get Toot that Toot them. Toot them. Toot them. Toot them. Got to It's not S H, it's C H. Toot them. All right. That's a little bad. Yeah, we're being mean. That's. We can't be no, mean. No, I forgot what the. You know, I'm fairly sure Holy the Trinity. Holy Trinity, garlic, onion, and celery. Look it up. Jamie, look that shit up. Jamie! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Lindsay. She'll be fine. She's still awake. She's going to come out of the room and she's going to fucking murder both of us. <laughs> All right, don't just look up Holy Trinity because that's a bunch of fucking churches. Churches? Yeah. Church chicken? No, just churches in Raleigh and just church. Holy Trinity Church. Fuck. Oh, God, that religion shit. Um, what the fuck? Oh, that's Hoyman. Okay. Holy Trinity, Louisiana. Okay, there we go. What you got? Dude, the people that are watching this oh, are like, a- yo, what the fuck? They're on their phones. It's a fucking F. We don't have uh we don't have a Jamie. Ugh. 
It is bell pepper. Really? Yeah, it's it's uh What's the onions, candy? green bell pepper, okay, and celery. No shit. Yeah. It's a lot of green in there. So I wasn't off. Wow. I thought I thought it was carrots. The variants do use carrots though is mise en place for French. Uh no, mise en place means everything no, in place. Yeah. Mirepoix. Yeah. Is... Mirepoix. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um yeah, because all French cooking is essentially based off of what is it, onion, celery, and carrots. And a fuckload of butter. Base well, I wouldn't say it's all based off it's based off of butter. Yeah, it's butter. <laughs> it's um, pretty food that tastes like butter. But mirepoix I'll say it. is a good base for anything you're cooking, especially if you're braising anything. Okay. If you're braising stuff for a long time, onions, carrots, celery. Garlic, yeah. throw that shit in there. Me, I'm a big thyme herb guy. If you throw certain things in there, there's some thyme in there. But do you have time to fuck around? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thyme versus rosemary. Mm. Mm. We talked about this. Mm. Uh, what does rosemary bring to the party? Thyme. Thyme? I don't yeah. know. To me, it tastes... Separate the two. Separate the two. They're two different individuals. Well, there's also different variants of each kind. Okay, the rosemary that I'm going to steal from every single place that I see it. So you can get rosemary off the street in Wilmington. It exactly. grows everywhere. It grows everywhere. Just steal it. And that's what I reckon. Take it from the top of the bush, guys. Yep. Because dogs piss all over that shit. On the bottom. So, take it from the top. Little tip. Yeah. And wash the fuck out. Oh, dude, in Leland, there was a place, Eddie Romanelli's, some sort of Italian joint. I thought they were cool. I don't think they exist anymore. But I think they're out there. Could be. Fucking come at me. Right here. Come at me. Anyway, it used to be... Uh... Gillian and I fucking wrecked their fucking rosemary bushes in front. We grabbed like fucking six stalks a piece and we were like snatch that shit. We're doing them a favor. So Rosemary grows like fucking wildfire. Yeah. I mean you could grow it. You could literally throw a little bit out here yeah. and it'll grow. It'll grow on my porch. Wilmington is such a hotbed for rosemary. But I think anywhere is a fucking rosemary hotbed for just... rosemary. Just a very robust mm -hmm. fucking flavor, man. Like it's a robust herb. Yeah. Like okay. so thyme or rose so go on the thyme. Because so, we did the we did rosemary. So with, with thyme, there's a bunch of different kinds of thyme. T H Y M E, by the way. So right now I'm growing a lemon thyme that smells like soap. Okay. But cilantro. Uh it's different. I love cilantro. So anyway. Lemon oh. thyme. Okay. okay. It's kind of like the, the zest of lemon and thyme oh. together. It's okay. Um, it Sounds smells pretty like, good. It smells like zip. You tried it the other day because I put it all over those tomatoes that I grilled over the fire. Which were delicious. So. Um, but it tastes different. It okay. tastes really uh, earthy and thyme, like uh, very savory. Mm -hmm. But... When I you're don't making think a lot of people know what like savory is. It's pretty solid. Um You know what I'm saying? I can, is that like I don't it's think hard. I know I don't think it, like the average consumer of food. You know, just the guy like fucking 
guy, gal, whatever, they, them, all that shit. They run up to the store and they're like, man, I want something good. So the only way, like, it's hard for me to explain that. That's the hardest thing to say for savory. Yeah. Like earthy. Like trying to explain umami to somebody. Yeah. It's like umami, earthy. Yep. What are the, it's five of them, right? Um, it's heat, sweet, sour, salt, spice, and umami, right? It's six Something of them. Something like that. For the taste. Yeah. And the, the umami is like, it's everything wrapped up in the one. Basically. Yeah. Which like. Shiitake mushrooms are kind of like one of those things. That's one of those flavor bombs. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes are flavor bombs of umami. But. Anyway, we were talking truffle. about time. Truffles. Fucking truffles. Why are fucking truffles so expensive? It's hard to get. No, they're not. You know there's some son of a bitch out there chilling on a mountainside. And he's like, yeah. Truffles are about 50 bucks a pound, I'm sorry. And he goes into his greenhouse where he's got 5,000 pounds of it. And he's like, oh, yeah, here's your five it, pounds. I don't know what it is. I know there's... There's black, white. I think there's a couple different truffles. But I know of... I know white truffle is a big thing, and I know black truffle is a big thing. Well, it's not only that is like, there's... You have your spring black and your mm-hmm. summer black, mm-hmm. and you have your mm-hmm. fall white. We're getting a little confusing for the average viewer, though. It's black and white truffles. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I, if you're not paying they, attention, they though. change throughout the year. Yeah, exactly. It's Absolutely. the same as like prosciutto. So yeah. prosciutto, a lot of times with prosciutto, people think like, oh, this is gonna be. You go it's to a ham. You, you Tammy. Go, Tammy. You go to a farmer and. Yep. Uh, you buy this Lega, like a pork off of them. So what they in the America pen, or Spain? I want to do this in America. Proper. Yes. <laughs> so I want to do this in America. Yep. Not a lot of people want to do this. No. Um, and Feed I mean, acorns all day. No hazelnuts. You're a crazy son of a bitch, but I like where you're going with because it. Because hazelnut farms. Yeah. Create more money. <laughs> Unmute your mic. That way it can be ridiculous. Are you green or are you orange? I'm green on the top. So you're hot. I'm good. Yeah, you're hot. Okay. Yeah. All right. So no, we were talking about the future of me doing prosciutto with hazelnut farms. That's right. So, if you're expecting anything educational you're at saying, this point, you're wrong. You were saying with everything, you're like, well, oh, that's because acorns and stuff. It's like, no, hazelnuts. Cause... Yeah, because that's what they do with the, um, what are those pigs? That breed of pig. The ones that they make, the, uh, the leg on the stand with the fancy knife. I 100% don't remember. It's. We don't know the name, but we know what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I'm I know pretty live, deep in. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we're super <laughs> fucked up. Um, they live on like a diet of acorns and like savory food. So the idea is, with an acorn farmer, mm-hmm. you can make about three to four thousand dollars an acre a year. It's not that much. 
That's but land prices in North Carolina. But that's an income stream. You say you have your pigs on that same area. Yeah. And you have specialty pigs. Yeah. You can charge extra. You can. For dollars for a 100-pound pig. Like People will pay for it. Well, not that. Just for prosciutto. Yeah. Just the, the half, the leg quarter. What is prosciutto? It's just like the... Here down. Yeah, it's the leg down. We're talking is about it, this is good it meat. Cured? Is it uncured? It's cured. It's cured. cured. Salt, sugar rub. What's up? Or uh, just uh, humidity, like a dry. Depending edge. on how you're doing it, it's uh, salt and smoke, or okay. just salt. Okay. And it's dry. So it's fancy bologna. Dry is for a long time. Uh, bologna is emulsified. Bologna is smoked. Bologna is a mixture of meats that, yeah. and herbs and spices that have been emulsified. With so how does the pig's digestive system not do that? It's different. No, it's not. How? So you're dead. If you smoke prosciutto, it's bologna. No, bologna is not the same. It's not the same at all. It's so much fun to fuck with you. (laughs) No, Um, I get what you're saying. But prosciutto, it's cut out of the thigh on a pig, right? Essentially. Basically, down to the to the knee joint. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's actually me. different, so the way the muscles work mm-hmm. and everything, there's different parts that are better than other parts of, okay. of the leg. Yeah, because so it's like your quad and your hamstring are completely different. Your hamstring would probably taste better. It, I mean... Out of the quad and hamstring, what do you think would taste better? It's... Depends on how you live. Where the fat is. Yeah. Um, well, I got fat right here. It's on the inside of the thigh. So you're that's a good spot. So you're you're definitely hamstring. Oh yeah, that's tasty. So some people may be a quad person. Who could be a quad person? People that don't do squats. Yeah. Mm. So you never know. Like each pig could be different. But mm. that's the reason why doing the hazelnut farm. It's like you have it, like you said, with other income streams. Would just lead to, would that lead to like a natural sweetness kind of thing? It'll be a natural sweetness, and then you can. Give them other things as mm-hmm. well. Absolutely. you got to make sure your pigs are happy. Yes. Just and like happy then cows make good cheese. Say you own even 50 acres at $4,000 an acre. Yeah. You're making a year. Yeah, that's $200,000. I mean, you don't even have to just worry about that. I mean, you can you can probably make more depending on Hello, the, Chuck. the way the... Like the candy industry goes, yeah. the coffee industry, yeah. like they're all about hazelnuts yeah. and stuff. Like and like you could sell to different uh, far, uh, restaurants and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got these hazelnuts. Here you go. So, a lot of people obviously they associate hazelnuts with Nutella. Yes. Do you think you'd get like that deep, kind of like chocolatey kind of taste out of a pig? You could. If you just obviously this would be. It's that deep, nutty place. Probably not the best thing to feed a pig is just straight hazelnuts. Obviously, you need to supplement, give them other things, things like right. that. But do you think, let's go completely crazy and hypothetical here. If you gave a pig straight fucking hazelnuts, do you think it would taste a touch like Nutella? There's a chance. Uh, well, they do have other additives. Yeah, they Nutella. have like, um, if uh, I'm not mistaken, they do like milk fats, a couple of pieces of chocolate. Chuck, just, quit uh, fucking with the box. Body um, packs. Come on. You could have, so, the idea behind what I'm going to try to do, mm-hmm. it is with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't be throwing the shit out there, but you can steal that shit. I know. Uh, we're not going for that barnyard taste, dude. Like, 
there's times of the year walking where, around with pigs like yeah. yeah there's times of the year like whenever i used to get mm-hmm. um country ham from mm-hmm. farms there's a there's i can throw it out there's benson farms like everybody knows who fucking benson farms is okay um Look, we, would we get, talked before about not name dropping. Well, We've that one done I nothing but name drop. Well, so, I name dropped in fine. certain areas, and I didn't in certain areas. They'll be fine. Anyway, as you saw, Benson Farms. Yeah, like there's certain times of the year I would taste their um, country ham where we slice it like mm-hmm. it's basically for shit. Yeah, I would taste salt it, cured at that point. Yeah, and I tasted. I was like, ah, oh, this is not great not the best and then there was times of the year i was like man this is fucking great like this is amazing like best prosciutto like Mm -hmm. i've ever tried like granted like if you're in the u.s and all that shit yeah certain things don't make it prosciutto but it's cured ham fucking whatever it's not champagne this is from the champagne region of france well fuck you it's not four loco without caffeine in it so fuck all yeah yeah that's it's income streams. We're not doing business on this podcast. We're not. We're not going to give them business lesson. We've already talked about cars. We've talked about culinary. Chuck is being in... Some culinary. Chuck is being the cutest dog ever. Some car. We didn't talk about that much. Yeah, that's true. But, like, business stuff. I need to get somebody who legitimately knows what they're talking about to talk. Because I'm an idiot. And... Uh, I think of things too simply. Because it's like, oh, how do I run a successful business? You make more money than you spend. Yeah, but... Do you want to know what I... Do you know? Do you want to know what the number one piece of business advice that I ever got was? Think of running a business, right? Yeah. You got your overhead costs, you got your profit margin, shit like that. Fuck all that. Literally all you need to do is make more money than you spend. Well, yeah. I mean, no. let's break it down. No, 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 no. You're thinking too far. You're thinking too far. You make more money than you spend. That's how you run a successful business. I don't care about the labor. I don't care about the overhead. I don't care about that silly shit. I don't want the labor. I just want the baby. Like I said earlier. Yeah. You make more money than you spend. That's all you do to run a successful business. Yeah. What? What is it, Chuck? Yeah, I'm fully convinced that whenever I take the dogs out of the podcast, people are going to be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Why aren't your dogs here, bro? The hell's going on here? Well, you bring this over to my place, we have three oh, forceful yeah. dogs. Well, the nice thing about your place is that you have that sick dining room table that we can like shoot against the windows, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't have the dogs in there. We can do another one. Oh, we will. Before you leave. Yeah, we'll do another one. Yeah. But. You want to wrap this one up or do you want to? Fuck yeah, we'll wrap this one up. Fuck it. We've hit a lot of good subjects. The biggest thing is, what's the difference between prosciutto, prosciutto, prosciutto and pancetta? Prosciutto and pancetta? Ooh, good question, right? So. Actually, let me let me rephrase you know what? that real let's quick. Let's not answer that, and let's leave that to the no to the guest. No. Yeah. What is the difference between pancetta and bacon? Remember, we're dealing with mainly one hundred percent American audience. 
I'll put it simply, curing process. Yeah? Curing is making process. Well, I thought pancetta was uns- uncured. What's bacon? It's cured with smoke. Some other stuff. I just put it. A little fancy shit. I don't know exactly where, what portion pancetta of the where the pig comes. The where, fucking shit says uncured on it. Well, you can get it cured. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly what port part of the pig the pancetta comes from. I mean, I can imagine it's probably just cubed bacon. That's what it looks like. Well, bacon's belly. Pork belly. But pancetta could... Do you remember pork belly became a thing? It was like, oh my god, pork belly! And it's like, dude, it's just thick-cut bacon. Well... It's thick-cut bacon. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's another Bacon episode. comes from... No! Fuck you! Bacon comes from the same spot. It does. You, I mean, you So what's the difference between pork belly and bacon? Curing process. Shut up. No. Yeah. If you took pork belly and you sliced it thin, Mm -hmm. eh, I'm not going to say thin. If you did like, quote unquote, thick cut bacon, like Oscar Mayer and all those silly sons of bitches do, and you fried bacon and pork belly side by side, I'm going to say that pork belly is probably going to taste better. The pork belly is going to taste like pork. So it's going to taste real. That's, so that's the difference between, so a lot of times people, like, okay, I could be totally wrong on this. I'll say that. Yeah, because we're morons. But, um, I had this, this discussion not that long ago with my mm-hmm. mom about, mm-hmm. mom's like, I want a ham for my birthday. Her, her birthday's coming up very soon. Like honey baked? That's what I asked. And, uh. Because that's what everybody associates a ham with. And I was, I was like, do you want me to cure it and stuff like that uh-huh. she's like no 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 just like a roasted pork butt ham and I was like do you want do you want ham or do you want a roasted pork butt which are two different things because the pork butt is actually the shoulder no no, no. so the, that's the Boston butt that's right Boston butt so this is where it gets confused okay so the Boston butt is the shoulder yep the pork butt can be a butt but if you do a ham, that's mm-hmm. how you cure it. What the fuck? I know. Dude, this is silly. And that's... I need the butcher industry to standardize. That's the basic way I've been able to break it down. Is the difference between a pork butt and a ham mm. is the curing process. Or the brining process. That sounds so fucking silly. But that's not saying again. Uh, it's a pilsner because of how long I fermented it, and it's a fucking ale because of what I put in. Oh, I dry hopped this IPA and made it better. God damn it! We need to stop. We're gonna be here forever. I've I've thought about that for so long. You dry hop a pork butt? Yeah, you can do it. Why not? I mean, so what's stopping you? Dry hop a chicken. So the difference, like, we could definitely dry hop something. Oh, it's gotten ridiculous. Dude, why wouldn't you dry hop something? Because what hops bring a bitterness to it, right? Yes. And the um, oils would probably be pretty good. I need you to do, I need you to do me a favor. Mm-hmm. I need you to get some hops and pan fry a chicken with it. 
I would do or pan fried steak. Well, pan fried some pork fried. I don't give a fuck. You just want hoppy. I just want to know what happens when you pan fry hops with a protein. It's gonna be like cooking protein with weed. They're okay in the same family. I'm okay with that. That's all it is. Are you trying to say that hops and marijuana, the devil's lettuce, left-handed tobacco, are the same family? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Jesus. Yeah, right? Anyway. Oh, my God. Fucking, we've been recording long enough. I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, my God. It's nighttime. And uh, I do have to work tomorrow. And uh, at some point, you do, too. So what you need to do for me for the next, as long as you want, promote your shit, talk about whatever the fuck you're doing, talk about what you want to do. Oh, shout out to uh, Crispy. Yeah, local smoke. Loki smoke. Local smoke. Local smoke, not Loki. Good for him. Like, that's a a big deal. Keep an eye out. He's down at South Beach. He's the head chef there. He's got Brad Royal. He's the sous chef. Good dude. Um, Yes. Do you think? I'm going to. They're great. Roll over here. <laughs> Only thing for me is I, I'm actually uh, we didn't we didn't talk about this, but I'm actually leaving Wilmington and uh, starting my own thing. I'm going to do a commissary kitchen just for food trucks to come into, so I don't have to fight with kitchens and all that stupid shit. And then I'm going to have a all beef barbecue place. It's going to be called Elroy's. And yeah, that's a uh, that's an inside thing. And then I'm going to have my barbecue place. It's going to be Cole Q. And then I've got a fine dining. It's going to be Cole FD. Yeah. Cole Fire Dining is what it's going to stand for. Cole. Cole Fire Dining? Yeah. Well, I think that sounds fantastic. Anyway, all you, you rotten bastards, I love you. I do. I'm sincerely sorry that it, it took fun. so long to do all of this. And uh, if you're listening at this point, I love you. I appreciate you. And, we're and if you're watching at this point, you deserve a medal. It's yeah. a fucking champion effort right there. <laughs> we're drunk. So, oh, yes, we are definitely drunk. I'm going to have to get Lindsay to drive you home. Anyway. Love you. Bye. Peace, guys.